You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, patreon.com, slash up next, at Up Next Podcast on Twitter. It's, uh... It's like the Avengers meets Guardians of the Galaxy. And that, you, you failed to mention again. YouTube.com. YouTube. Slash up next. Hello, you, the YouTuber. Yes, true. This <laughs> is true. Uh, we are live on our YouTube, as we are live every Wednesday night uh, after <laughs> NXT airs at 1030 Wednesday nights. Uh, YouTube.com. Slash up next. Yes, hello, YouTube room. I see the comments are blowing up here, everyone. Uh, did you all watch Worlds Collide? Because that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, yeah. Uh, a few are watching the UFC, but what just wanna just right. wanna pop in. Guesses who that is. Got, uh, yeah. Eric. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Yes, he never watches NXT, but he joins our YouTube yep. live every week. Shout out, Eric. Um, so yeah, it's the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think someone said that on a show today, and I was all right, cool. Uh, but it turned out being an amazing show. Actually, the show we're here to talk about tonight: uh, Worlds Collide. Yeah, the first NXT and NXT UK co-branded pay-per-view right it's it 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 split us because we are so uh you know i support nxt north america and you of course uh i mean i didn't disown my country and just move halfway across the world at all i'm I'm team uk baby you're like pete dunn you just came over here and no no one's no everyone's cool with it wait i'm just trying to think out of all the nxt uk winners tonight yeah none of them were from the uk pretty much that's, I, that I think facts. that's completely accurate. That is actually very accurate. Yeah. Um, because even there was a match that had Finn Balor, who was representing NXT, and then there was a guy, Dragunov, who was representing NXT UK, but he's Russian. He's Russian. So that was confusing. You had uh, you had Jordan Devlin, who's Irish. You yeah. have um, Imperium, who are Italian, German, and Austrian. Wow. Uh, yeah. There's no representation from the UK. Just, what do you... Just, of the winners, that shouldn't is. Shouldn't it be NXT Europe, then? I don't know. Yeah, what would you, what I don't... Would you call it? I feel they should rebrand it. Yeah. Yeah. Not just UK. They're, they're in not, a rebranding phase at the moment, so... Yeah, aren't they ever. 
but this was NXT a, EU. Yeah, this yeah. was a fun show, though. This was, yeah. This was an awesome show. Uh, it feels like it was like a takeover, but kind of like a weird house show. It should have been a takeover, considering it's the Rumble. But this, I think people uh, really like the show. I really like the show. And I, I think that it got over pretty well. Um, the build-up to it, maybe not so much. They were just like, hey, here's a bunch of matches we're going to give you. The matches sound great, but... And they were. So that's kind of what happened. Yeah, it was... The, it kind of reminded me of the... Um, and bear with me, like the Saudi Arabia shows. Yeah. Like a, a pay-per-view event, but essentially a, a house show. Like what other stakes, really? These are were put together in just a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, like the Finn Balor, Ilya Dragunov... Like fight yeah. was based on I'm watching him on my iPad, and who is this Russian guy? That was basically the feud. Who is this guy? And then the other guy going like, "Hi, I'm Ilya," <laughs> and then that's that's the match. Right. So I think on paper the matches look look great, and we we kind of knew they would deliver. Yes. Excitement going in, meh. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It's same as Survivor Series every year. I I feel they could have been more creative, maybe because they've got Portland in two weeks, kind of, that's their main focus. Um, I feel the taping structure of NXT UK holds back from actually doing some really cool cross-promotion, because I feel you could have really built NXT UK up. I That should have been must-see viewing, going yeah. into this event. Yeah. If you want the full story, you've got to watch NXT UK. You've got to watch NXT Whereas it wasn't important at all. It, yeah, it seemed like a weird house show vibe to me or something. Yeah. But but don't get me wrong. This show delivered, in my opinion. This was fantastic. It was like a sleeper hit, if you say. But yeah, that, it, it shouldn't even be that. It's, it's actually not. I, I, I should retract that. Because anytime NXT puts a show on and it's a Saturday night, call it a takeover or not, it's going to deliver with oh, the, the sure. way they do. Totally. So uh, this was awesome. Um, I don't know how the Royal Rumble is going to top this tomorrow night, but I guess we shall see. Uh, so a uh, quick shout-out to... Our Patreon, because our patrons, 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 because um, we made a, a reference that we we said by the end of 2020, I want I, my goal was to get 200 people to sign up to our Patreon, and uh, the first month of 2020 isn't even over yet, and we have uh, reached 200 patrons. So um, shout out to everyone who listens and supports us because it's fantastic. So we're, we're two away. We're so close. It's, May, it's maybe just two dropped time- off. Maybe by the time you listen to this, yeah. uh, we'll hit it. So, uh, um, but yeah, we, we just need two more. And then <laughs> we've got a little incentive. If we reach our goal of 205, uh, we're going to throw a bone to the 205 tier, the Cruiserweight tier. Yeah, and um, uh, this will help us, I don't know, moving forward, even do more shows and stuff. So, uh, we, yeah, I'm excited. We put out a show on Thursday. This is Royal Rumble week. Yes. Uh, we put up a, a Royal Rumble trivia game with John yeah. Way Holy. and Mike Murray. Uh, this was a hell of a lot of fun. You created this game. I that made was... it up. This was from the mind of Davey Portman. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of people have been giving really positive feedback. Yes, I know one of the questions is wrong. Let's just get over it. Let's just get, get over, over something it. right let's away. Let's do the WWE thing and just, it never happened. Okay, but you want to know something that did happen? What? You want to, you look, all we ask is $5 a month for this North American tier, which is like the basic, you get all the shows yeah. really. Um, for $5, you can hear John Pollock struggle on a WWE trivia question uses ask a friend and somehow I am the one he picks. Does it work out for me and him? You have to listen. You have to listen. For the rest of my life, I can say, uh, 
I was used as a lifeline <laughs> from the legendary John Pollock. But th- this show was a lot of fun. A lot of people seem to like it. I think going forward, we'll try and do more things like this. Yeah. I, I'm already cooking up something for WrestleMania. So, so look forward to more of them. Yeah. And we have our Bond review. Our first ever Bond review. We're looking at Casino Royale. That will be available tomorrow morning on the Patreon. Yes. Uh, so, so many shows. Because of the, the new one coming out, we decided to start with some, some of the Daniel Craig ones. And the positive is in... Well, it's been positive. Uh, the feedback has been yeah. positive, rather. So, uh, all that stuff. So much stuff. That Rumble game, though, was so much fun. Listening to John and Wade go back and forth for, for WWE trivia and stuff was crazy. So, uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, again, thank you, everyone who supports us and listens to us. Again, this podcast, this free feed is always free. So, even if you're just like, hey, I like you, but I just don't really like you that much. That's cool. But thank you for listening uh, to us every Wednesday doing the NXT reviews after NXT goes uh, off the air. We do go live on our YouTube, and then we take that and make it into the podcast form. Uh, we had podcast issues last we Wednesday. We had pod- podcast problems. Yeah, podcast problems. Uh, but we're here. Let's. I guess we can get into the, the meat of yeah, this. Yeah, wow, the room is full. The room right is now. full. This Welcome, is people. Hello, everybody. And now, if you're watching, yeah, let's yeah. go into Worlds Collide Worlds. 2020. The worlds are colliding. It's like World War Three. Yeah. I guess I shouldn't say that. Touchy subject. <laughs> uh, worlds Collide. It starts with uh, NXT's newest signee. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Winston Churchill. See, Johnny Saint couldn't make it tonight, so <laughs> he was just he was like he called up his old mate Winston. He's like, "You doing anything?" Winston Churchill. Uh, we shall fight. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight in the field. We shall fight in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. But as they're playing this clip of Winston Churchill, it's over the graphic of uh, Walter, yeah, uh, Fabian Eichner, and Marcel Bartel, and Alexander Wolf. That's a little weird to me. I'm not a huge historian, but tell me something a little wrong. About- it's a hell of a good speech, though. <laughs> it is. But they were um, playing it maybe, I don't know. Apparently, this is a weird, like, just side note here. Yeah. Um, Winston Churchill re-recorded his famous speech. Okay. Um, apparently, his famous speech wasn't particularly... Good? Good. Wow. Um and in all work. the ones we hear are basically re-recording, kind of rewriting history. Because people are like, this is like the speech that made uh, like the British pull up their socks and be like, oh, let's get ready to fight and end up winning the war. And apparently the speech originally was, I'm sure historians will completely correct yeah. me on the Twitter, but was kind of like Go get the opposite. It. Like, oh, we're kind of fucked. He didn't really speak too well. <laughs> oh. And they re-recorded it later wow. after they won. Wow, that's like that's because in today's world, Twitter doesn't let you edit your tweets. Yes. So, I mean, you could either delete it and it's out there screenshotters, but damn, when's going to say it's more like the Monday Night Wars documentary on the network <laughs> where it's all like, yeah, and then WCW were doing this shit and we were doing this. <laughs> but yeah, rewrite history. I mean, that's what they say. The winners always damn. rewrite the history, don't wow. they? Wow. Uh, well, but that's a really weird uh, tangent, but yes. Winston Churchill, Winston Churchill. NXT's newest signing. Um, so... Then it goes from Winston Churchill into this theme song for the the show tonight, which is "I Am the Fury," <laughs> and it's I'm like, whoa, whoa. who is this? Uh, I don't know. It kind of sounds like the Botchamania. I am the table. Yeah, uh, it just was really aggressive from going from Winston Churchill to "I Am the Fury." So our first matchup again, we mentioned there's a Russian and there's a guy from Ireland, and one guy is representing NXT UK, and one guy is representing NXT. 
North, yes. North America is in the brackets. Uh, Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. So the Russian versus the Irish in this match. Um, this is, I mean, this wasn't one of the ones I was most looking forward to, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, uh, I enjoy Dragunov and Cesaro. I, I haven't watched a whole lot of Dragunov. I know he's someone that a lot of my friends in the UK rave about from seeing him in the uh, independence. Yeah. Um, I loved his match against Cesaro at, was it Cardiff, yep. I believe? I thought that was fantastic. So I was, was kind of looking forward to see what this match would bring. Right, yeah, me too. So Finn Balor, obviously he's like the heel in the storyline in NXT because he's been he's feuding with Johnny and he's going to be wrestling Johnny. And he's been kind of like a dick. So here, the crowd in Houston uh, just loves Finn Balor. They're just, he's the good guy in this match because they know who he is. Because <laughs> this crowd is WWE people, I think, who traveled for the Rumble and then just kind of went I mean, here. really, I, it's been said so many times on the show, not many people watch NXT UK. Yeah. And so if you're not, like Raw Rumble, you get some traveling in, but it's not the same as WrestleMania where you have so many Brits go to WrestleMania. Yeah. I can't imagine there are that many people too familiar with NXT UK here apart from you guys who you've seen on NXT regular like Mustache Mountain so really it was kind of a like a just a cold like who are you reaction yeah him, really it was uh, um, but he he got them in his I think every uh, person on the card tonight kind of got the crowd behind them regardless uh, so there's a, a brawl between them early on he tries to sunset flip Finn and gets slapped in the face. He goes for a senton, connects with Dragunov, from Dragunov. Uh, there's this like weird pause where he doesn't know what he's doing to the outside, but then jumps and hits like a bouncing off the bottom rope to the outside, flying crossbody onto Finn. There's a double axe handle attempt to the outside again, but Finn moves out of the way and he just like eats complete shit. Uh, he, <laughs> he goes in the ring. There's a double knee drop off the top. Somehow he, he continues to gain the advantage, but goes for a Death Valley driver in the corner, but it's countered into a just beautiful double stomp from Finn Balor. Not quite the cave-in, but his, his version. Yeah. Quite, quite impressive. Uh, there's the like backwards kind of Pele type kick countered, but then that's countered into the final cut, the sling blade. There's like the high angle suplex from Dragunov where he like, I don't know, old school wrestling. So like behind you kind of, kind of doing a reach around to be honest. He goes underneath you. Similar to like the gotch pile driver, like where you're hooking yeah. the leg, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm mocking this move, but it's fucking sick. Uh, he comes from behind you like that and then literally brings Finn Balor all the way over him and like suplexes him. Very impressive. That was my, I, I think this guy needs to, I've seen him do it before, mm. but continue doing it. It just looks awesome. Then he goes for the six, one line, which I'm sure is a different thing in San Diego. The six-one <laughs> lines. Um, then there's a crossbody to the outside. He loves them cross bodies. While Finn is getting into the ring, he hits this like coast to coast to the to the side of the head of Finn Balor. And we notice that there's the ref has gloves on, and there's a little bit of red somewhere. So I'm wondering yeah, where both it are busted. Uh, Ilya was busted under his eye, like on his cheekbone. Okay. And yeah, I think it was maybe the kind of axe handle crossbody on the outside yeah. that clocked Finn the crossbody um, something but yeah somehow. Finn's nose was was busted here I don't think it was broken because it was like bleeding on the bridge rather than gushing right from the nose yeah it looked it looked gross but the the coast to coast is only a two count there's a back sent on attempt off the top rope which I believe is his finish but Finn gets the knees up hits the shotgun drop kick the coup de gras the double stomp off the top and then he picks him up and Finn Balor's looking gangster 
picks up the body of Dragunov, hits the 1916, and just kills him. That movie is gangster, and pins him just like that. He's, right before he hits the move, though, he says, when you come at the prince, you best not miss, and then hits it. Just kills him. Uh, this move is impressive. This, I think, was a good showing from Dragunov. It was a good heater to start this show. I quite enjoyed it. And now I'm like, okay, now I'm even more hyped in a weird way for Johnny Finn than I even was. And it doesn't even involve Johnny. This was underwhelming for me. Underwhelming, um, but Dragunov to me is green. He uh, seems like, a, a, like I, a young green. I didn't really like this match. Okay. There was, I thought it started off kind of slow, a little sloppy from both of them. Yeah, that's at what I'm, points. I, I agree with that. And then the, the double stomp from Finn was where it really started to pick up. I don't know how you do that move without hurting the, the double stomp yeah yeah um it looks crazy uh, it started to pick up there was then the overhead kick or the pele kick whatever you want to call it that Dragonoff caught i thought was really cool and it started to really pick up then you had the german suplex you talked about uh the coast to coast was cool and then it was the end of the match and i i was expecting a lot because i've heard a lot of good things about Dragonoff and I finn agree. i feel to me still has to prove something he's um he, I like his new change in character. Yeah, but I still haven't seen that blow away match from him. Yeah, I think really at all since he debuted in WWE. There hasn't. Oh, he's had good performances, but there hasn't been that standout match. You, you look at if you're going back. People in would history, disagree with you though with the AJ one. People really like that one. Sure. Oh, there was a Seth rematch years later, like recently. Like, there's been nothing but where I've been. I think Nakamura. Take, for instance, he yeah. hasn't lived up to the hype, but nothing can take away from that night in Dallas he had with Sami Zayn. Exactly. Like, that match is still crazy. And I'm, yeah, that's punk I'm looking at Finn coming back into NXT, and you go, wow, you're, there's good guys here now that you can really kill it with. Yeah. And he's he's got to prove it against Johnny Gargano, for me, which should happen, because yeah, Gargano's the GOAT. Um, I was just expecting a bit more here. I no, thought Ilya would show him, like, really impress me a bit more. I'm kind of not bothered. And Finn was just like, Finn, sure, he looks cool and the 1916's great. Um, I think uh, this this Dragonov, like, he's good. I just think, I, I agree, he, he was, like, sloppy in something. It was very green to me. And this, this to me, I'm kind of looking at as a takeover, and I expect... Sure. I expect like four plus star matches for every match. This one reminded me of a WWE when match. You f- this this would have been fine on NXT TV, Wednesday night, USA. This would have been fine. Heat up Finn, give a bit of shine to another guy. Right. Um, but this shouldn't be on a pay-per-view sure. for me. What would have you have booked instead of this match? Either, maybe not book Finn. Like you, you've got his match in Portland coming up. Yeah, true. Um, I guess they had a why is the... Stuff. Uh, NXT UK Women's Champion on the pre. Um, why the, are the NXT N- Champion? Why are the yeah? Why are the NXT UK Tag Team Champions not on the show at all? Like yeah. we laugh about Gallus, yeah. but really, if this is Worlds Collide, <laughs> um, shouldn't you have? This was a Gallus free show. Ladies in and in theory, your champions are the best people you've got. Yeah. So why are they not on the card? Um, I don't know what I'd have had instead. I, I, I liked it, but no, I can see I do you know mean. what I'd have said. I'd have had the Dusty Classic final here. Yeah. Open sure. the show with that. Sure, you can have two tags. The, this wasn't my least favorite match of the night. but No, uh, me neither. But There's it, only a few. It was underwhelming. I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with you there. Because I, I haven't seen much of this Dragonov event. To me, he's just like a new, new person here. So 
don't know. Ho- yeah. Maybe he'll he'll continue to get better. Maybe this was what helps him. Uh, I can see some potential. Uh, after the match, they cut to the crowd, and here we have the team of Zach Gibson and James Drake, the grizzled young veterans, and they are being interviewed because they are in the Dusty Classic Finals this Wednesday on NXT. And Zach Gibson, of course, uh, is there, is, is, wants to talk some shit. Instantly, I'm like, yeah, please give him a mic because he's awesome. But to the left of them, or right of them, rather, there are the other team in the finals this Wednesday. The Broserweights, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. And the crowd is crazy. The crowd instantly is more hot for this than in, in the last entire match, which I found very interesting. Like, as soon as it cut to... Both Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. This crowd just went electric. Um, They say that there's breaking news revolving the finals next Wednesday. The winner of that match, the finals of the Dusty Cup, will go on to take over Portland to fight for the NXT Tag Team Championships. So, um, I think we kind of assumed that would happen, but it's been announced now. Um, They They get the cup. And they get the, the shot of the titles. Uh, so Zach Gibson grabs a microphone and says, oh, you know, don't, don't. And he instantly gets booed, by the yeah. way. It was easy for people to just boo this guy. He's booable. <laughs> I, I love how that has translated, has crossed yeah. over, that people know they should do that. You should just boo this guy like, and it's over. And I love his reactions like, ah, fuck But off. it's more than just like. <laughs> It's more than someone says a line like, this is the the city and it's boo. I must it, be from Houston. It's the, I don't want to hear you speak, booing. <laughs> it's the Roman after beating Undertaker on Raw, right. booing. Like, yeah. no. It's just great. I love it. Zach Gibson's awesome. I was expecting uh, to be like, ah, what are you booing me for? You're a bunch of cheaters. What, him to turn Irish? <laughs> to, to, no, to, <laughs> to Houston tonight. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, anyone from Houston. I know that probably hurts. I still don't quite understand it, but wow. Houston, what the fuck? Zach Gibson says, I'm not taking anything away from Matt Riddle or Pete Dunne. You both are huge single stars. You're awesome. But as a tag team... You don't. You don't have a resume. You're nothing. You're not a good tag team. You're. He basically says you ain't shit to, towards us. And uh, James, <laughs> James is like, yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, continue. <laughs> James doesn't ever talk. I love that gimmick that he he either mouths along. Yeah, he's or mouthing along. When he goes to speak, someone else interrupts, or he yeah. just no, Zach, you got this. You got this. You got this. <laughs> uh, so Matt Riddle has a microphone now, and he goes, bruh. He says, why so serious? We just heard some great news that the winners get to get a tag title shot. And you're, you're all up, up and about. He says, look, I'm here with my bro from another Mo who's got a smile from ear to ear. And then the camera zooms in on Pete. And if you know Pete Dunne is not, yeah, not smiling at all. Uh, I thought this was so fucking funny. Uh, he says, let's, let's hear from Pete. So Pete says, look. I'm gonna be blunt. <laughs> so Matt Riddle goes, oh, what was that? Sorry. And the whole crowd kind of seems to catch on. He goes, next Wednesday, Matt Riddle is gonna smoke the two of you. And uh, they have a stare down and the tag team finals, the Dusty Classic will be this Wednesday night. Uh, I thought this was really funny and a good way to prolong the this this it. team is is working so much. Oh, for me. instantly, um, hottest thing. I'm looking at the uh, the chat room right now yeah. on the YouTube, and and Hansi said that he he loves the grizzled young vets, which I do too. Me too. And he hopes they win because we've had a lot of like makeshift teams. 
right. win this. But I don't want to see these guys as a kind of one and done thing. I no. think these they're not doing anything in singles right now. Yep. So I think they've got longevity here. You could have a six month run with these two. Yeah. Um, I would go with these two as a tag team for sure right now. I think so. This yeah. is this is very entertaining. Um, it's the odd couple. Uh, it makes total it, sense. You you I kind of kicked myself at not thinking. Oh, that would work beforehand. Right, Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. when they were announced as a pair, we. You're like, really? You're like, Those two? Weird. And you see it, and it works so well. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I, I love it. The presentation here was quite AEW for me. Interviewing the two... Well, it was the people being front row. Right. We, I know NXT has like the hot new signees front row, but this is what we've seen is um, in AEW a lot. Like, the tag champions watching on from front row for a number one contenders match, sure. and then being interviewed after, or stuff like that. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I just haven't ever seen this presentation in WWE with the interviews ringside. Yeah, that's that's true. You usually see it backstage or whatever. Yeah. Uh, our next match is just uh, bonkers. Uh, the the rest of this show just is crazy. Awesome show. But we go to the new cruiserweight championship. The new and improved. They've gotten rid of the the purple strap. It looks like kind of the WWE IC title that they've got now. Mm-hmm. But it's it's got like purple tints through it or something yeah it's got flashes of like purple and blue yeah uh, the nxt symbols on it now um i think this looks great um yes. well just such an improvement i don't want titles to look like a toy this that look at least looks a bit more legit yeah i think uh for christmas i thought about getting you the purple cruiserweight title. oh really because i know you hate it so much <laughs> it would be great is that an incentive to stay below 205 pounds. Oh, no, 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 I, no. I've been pushing it. I've been pushing it recently. I've weighed myself and I'm oh like, oh. oh. I'm in the overs category in X Factor now and I'm I'm almost out of the cruiserweight division. Oh, no. I need I need some changes in my life. Wow. That, those New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Damn. Are you fit? You're, you're looking pretty good in your Johnny Rebel Heart t-shirt. It's though. rather tight. I, it's a little tight? I, I, need, to, I need to lose weight. Uh, as it doesn't help I, I shrink everything. That That's my story. I shrink stuff. Sure. Uh, I, I I think Scrump, a friend of the show, yeah. said it best. Uh, those WWE shirts be thick. This this one's actually, like, feel it. It's it's, <laughs> it's not the cardboard material oh, yeah, you're right. that WWE Because you know why? It's NXT. Because Gargano knows. It's yeah. NXT. It's not Completely. WWE. Yeah. Wow, we just sold the shirt to someone somewhere. <laughs> oh, you can buy our shirts, by the way. Yeah. ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next if you ever wonder. I haven't plugged that for a while. Yeah, we haven't. It's buy been like a months. Buy a shirt. <laughs> buy a shirt if you ever want to rock it. Because I see them when we watch some NXT events, including the TakeOver, sorry, NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. Exactly. There was a guy in the shirt, so shout Chris out Price. that guy. He's in the chat Chris room Price. right now. Hello, yeah. good sir. Hey, man, you wore a shirt to a, an, an NXT show. That is awesome, so I uh, appreciate you. Um, well, let's go into this this cruiserweight championship match. The the fatal four-way. It's two competitors from NXT and two competitors from NXT UK. And the champion, Angel Garza, debuting this new title, coming down to the ring with his side plates. I didn't notice that it had his logo with his, like, there's a halo and a little devil's tail, which yeah. I have uh, the Tokyo Pimps shirt, and right. it has that on the it as well. Thing. Yeah, I, I love me devils and angels. Um Garza is going to defend against Isaiah Swerve Scott, and then from NXT UK, Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks. So already this match sounds like it's going to be insane. And let me tell you, this match is insane. Holy, I wasn't ready for this. I, w- I don't think I was. I was like, ah, this is going to be like some 205 stuff. But I think it was just a, a little bit... 
beyond I that, I think this is a bigger stage than <clears throat> 205 have had. Yeah. Because, okay, 205 guys have been on pay-per-views before, but I think they've kind of known their slot is they're one match in 13-plus matches on a pay-per-view. No one cares. They kind of know that it's the toilet break, and the people that are sat around don't know who they are. Sure. This is a five-match card with... Um, with Garza being quite prominent on TV recently mm-hmm. for NXT UK. Uh, sorry, for NXT uh, regular. Yeah. So regular. This, this is the biggest slot, for I think, that the Cruiserweights have ever had, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Um, and you've got guys like uh, Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks and actually all four of these guys of haven't these guys. had an, a, like an arena WWE match like this. Yeah. Um, I thought this was great. Um, I'm a huge fan of Jordan Devlin. I can't say that enough on any of the shows we do. All the all the matches he's put on in the past year or two, just fantastic. I'm not even talking about his match at NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool mm. 2. Wow, I'm getting good at that. Uh, his match with Tyler Bate was fantastic. Like, match of the year candidate already. But his stuff, like, with David Starr and Walter, like, yeah, holy shit. The OTT guy, stuff. Yeah, this guy can go. And uh, I know you're a f- big fan of Travis Banks. And we're both big fans of Swerve and Garza. All four of these guys, you're, we, we were discussing this. You're like, oh, you know what? It could go literally either you way. You see, I think Swerve was maybe the least likely one for me. No, Swerve, I think, to a lot of regular NXT listeners going by Twitter this really? week. Oh, yeah. Everyone was t- every, everyone I was talking to was like, yo, Swerve. Because I, I was going, you either have uh, Garza retain because he's he hasn't had the title long and yeah. he's a good character, or you ship it over to NXT UK for sure. a bit. So, in my eyes, he was the one I... I thought the least. Well, let's see what happens yeah, with the Cruiserweight Championship. So Garza's known for ripping off his pants, right? Which you love, which a lot of people love, especially the ladies because mm-hmm. he's, he's he's engaged now, though. So yeah. back off. <laughs> Keep them on, boy. Yeah. But yeah, he's engaged. Why is he around taking his pants off? That's, <laughs> that's going to cause problems in their marriage. Marriage story, bro. Marriage story. Um, they, he, he goes to take the pants off and all three of the other guys are like, nah, fuck you, keeping your pants on. And they super kick him out of the ring. Uh, there's a, a, like a crazy uh, roll through flatliner, a drop kick to the face. Um, there's like all these crazy uh, Uranagi double team. Devlin like Uranagi's one guy onto another guy while he's doing the move too, uh, doing another move. Yeah, it's like, it was crazy. It's like, what is even happening? Um, they mentioned that Isaiah Scott was in the army and it made me think back to i don't know maybe the 10 minutes of smackdown you made me watch and all i got to see was lacey evans talking about how oh god how she was in the army and has a kid and then i thought that was one of the worst shit i've ever seen in wrestling what how does that it was an x-factor sob story it's like, like hi this is yeah x-factor american idol yeah uh so are you a good singer we'll see but what's your story i was in the army and i have a kid and i need this okay let's hear you let's hear you sing then the line that always gets me is when they go i I just want to make my family proud and you go so what if you go in there and you come third in this in this singing contest your family are gonna go you know what fuck you sheila (laughs) like you failed i am not proud of you anymore wow it's it's ev- everyone said, oh, I just want to make my family proud. No, you fucking don't. You want to sing on the telly. <laughs> so you're saying, Lace- I'm sure Lacey Evans Lacey wants Evans to- doesn't want no. anyone proud. No. She just wants to be on telly and wrestle. I don't know about re- the wrestling part. Uh, <laughs> I- I'm just like, I'm not a 
I'm not in, like I actually kind of like Lacey Evans, but that was fucking bad. This is how you get. Just tell me. The guy was in the army. He knows how to fuck. He knows how to go. Is what. Tom, yeah. Uh, by the way, no Moro tonight because the commentary he's, team. He's calling uh, the boxing. Yeah, tonight, I Showtime. Yeah. I think. Um, so it's Tom Phillips and Nigel McGuinness, and Tom Phillips is awesome. He he's like. He's like, oh, he knows what to do here to survive this this thing here, and he like bring he he brings it in swimming like he, smoothly. He's, I really swimming. like him because I I feel he navigates having that kind of WWE Michael Cole kind of sound but way better, but way better. Yeah, he he manages to like throw to his like um, co- not co-host, um, yeah, commentary team yeah. a lot. Uh, has a lot of knowledge and information. Knows the moves. Knows what he's calling. I yeah. think he's great. Yeah, I, I think Tom Phillips is great. And he was fantastic on this show. Uh, he's he's, tell, he's mentioning that there's a crazy like flip where Swerve literally swerves and flips backwards into the outside, lands on his feet, and then hits like a crazy like attitude adjustment, essentially. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It was, a, it was a John Cena style. He's going, John Cena ain't watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't going <laughs> to watch. It's cool. He's going to get the call, though. John's, you know, what if John shows up tomorrow? Um, there's, uh, there's so many crazy things in this. Garza does like a, a, a crazy flip to the outside. There's a double stomp. Travis Banks is in the ring now. He is on fire. He's hitting roundhouse kicks everywhere. There's a snap German suplex, a cannonball in the corner, then a suicide dive into, to Devlin on the outside, then back in the ring and throws him to cannonball. The other two who are already cannonballed, just crazy, but, uh, it's not enough. There's then, then this crazy tornado ddt flying into the ring from jordan devlin yeah it was it was kind of like is it a silly string the um private party do where you kind of roll over onto the guy onto the apron and flip back yeah and he did that and flipped it into a tornado ddt just crazy wicked yeah this was insane i jumped out of my seat uh but travis banks is like none of that shit and hits this insane double stomp to the face of jordan devlin literally to the side of his head yeah they did not show a replay of this and I really think they should have, because Jordan Devlin looks like his jaw just could have got jacked there. It's just crushing to the side. Looked awesome, uh, but somehow Jordan Devlin is still in this. Um, there's high knees, and then that crazy, crazy spot with all four guys doing this like power bomb, power slam, four way stomp off the top. Just crazy, like a Tower of Doom, but way cooler. Like Tower of Doom spots overdone, but this is a creative take on it. So yeah, who was it? Garza had um, Swerve in a power slam. No, had Devlin in a power slam yeah. and Banks in a power bomb. Yeah. And Swerve jumps off with a double stomp and hits a double stomp off the top as onto highest guy Banks, Banks. onto the highest. And then guy. everyone falls down. Just crazy. It was like Jenga. Um, then there's a, a nasty headbutt from Jordan Devlin. Don't know how he does this one. Where he s- looks like he smacks you in the head, but uh, it's mu- like the slapping noise is so loud. So uh, impressive how he does it. Um, and then he goes for. The devil inside, which is his like pull up, pull you back, hit you with the high angle like back suplex. So as he goes to do this on Travis Banks, he pulls him back, slings him in the air. Travis Banks in midair counters this move into a Canadian destroyer. Holy shit! Jordan sells it like he's dead. Um, he, uh, Travis Banks is hitting some sort of double Spanish fly. Uh, sorry, it's it's Devlin who somehow manages to kick out of the destroyer. Yeah, somehow manages to fight back and hits a double spl- Spanish fly. But then Travis kicks it's, out of that. It's from the top, isn't it? And crazy. He, he his leg buckles, but he still hits it. Hits like, it. it. It was 
a little sloppy, but it, it awesome. still hit. It worked, yeah. But that leads him to tr- get the, up to his feet, turns around, and Travis hits him with the Kiwi Crusher. And it's only a two count. This is this dude's finisher. And this was like crazy. I think we both bit on this being yeah. kind of the, the finish here. Um, and uh, I couldn't believe it. But then there's like this other double team move, which is like an electric chair that's countered into a drop kick off the top, then countered into a reverse Rana. Just insane. Angel Garza is in the ring and hits the wing clipper on, I think, Travis it Banks. On it was on Swerve. He hits the wing clipper on Swerve. Devlin comes in, hits the headbutt on Garza, then hits the devil inside, and Jordan Devlin pins Isaiah Swerve Scott and wins the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Wow, this was crazy. From start to finish, there was just so much action. Like I, I, we sk- I skipped over so much things. So many things Just that watch happened. this. Go back and watch this. Yeah, this was crazy. Um, Jordan Devlin, again, one of my favorites. And that sequence at the end there was just crazy. Uh, this match was great because I, I feel it went from just being... I think we expected something really good here. Yeah. There's only so much emotional investment I can get in four ways. Yep. Triple threats, you can still have like a bit of story between the three people. When there's four, it becomes very much... Like, just four guys, all hit your spots. Yeah. I'm glad they would tease stuff like the Tower of Doom, but they do something more creative. Yes. I think they they must have listened to us because we go, oh, and now it's the Tower of Doom spot. It was cool 10 years ago when I yeah. first saw that, and now yeah. it's it seems to be every multi-man match. And recently, I there was a tag we watched recently, I feel, or a women's match or something where they didn't do that. Um, yeah. And I like the creativity here. They were all creative, guys. They were all so creative here. I love how you thought they were going to do the thing with Gaza where someone hits their finisher. He ran in and chucks chucks him out, hits his move, but didn't get the pin. Right. And I also loved um, when Devlin is pinning... uh, Is it Swerve? Yeah, Yeah, he's pinning Swerve. Swerve. It's one, two, three, as Gaza's diving across to yeah, break it yeah, up yeah. so he broke up the pin but just after the three it's count too, it was too late and it, it's things like that that make it like more like this frantic dash mm-hmm. uh, I loved this match I thought all four were just on top of their game uh, I didn't see like nerves in the way or um, apart, there, there was a little stumble on the on that Spanish fly but even there it's believable because you yeah. guys are all killing each other Yep. Um, the Canadian destroyer from Banks. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Really out of nowhere. Uh, was awesome. Because that move is awesome. The devil inside. The devil inside. Yeah. Whatever you call it. Devlin inside. The devil inside. Yeah. That move is nasty. Now, what would you do with the, the title now? Do you keep that on NXT UK as a secondary title? He could go back and forth. Or do you have him come back and forth? Yeah, do back and forth. Definitely. I want to... I, I, I will say it again. He, I need to see him on Wednesday nights, and I don't really watch NXT UK. I, maybe I should now to see kind of... I think this is a good move because they're trying to... They've heard everyone talk shit about NXT yeah. UK, and they're going to change that around. They have their better TV deals, right? Coming yeah. or, or changing. So, UK, yeah. yeah, so over there, it's going to be a bigger thing than it is. They're going to listen to you. Do they not have Jim Smallman being involved? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's going to... I think it's going to change, and this is the gears here to kind of change that to like to make you go look these guys are good and you should be watching them it's a good start i think you should keep it there for a while i mean most of the guys in nxt uk anyway are under 205 sure um 
NXT regular or already has a secondary title, so it doesn't really need the third one. Mm-hmm. But every every now and then on TV, have Devlin come over and and the more he wins on NXT TV, defending that title, the more people might be inclined yeah. to watch, watch NXT UK for sure. Definitely, uh, I think he's fantastic. And then he cuts a promo. He gets up on the announce table with the title and he says, "I fucking told ya, <laughs> I fucking told ya." Going, did you? Like, none of you watch me versus David Starr. It's free on YouTube. I told you I'm fucking good. Yeah. Now go and watch that match. He's essentially, like, he's like, I don't know what you've, you. Do, I don't know how to tell you. I'm fucking good. Uh, he says that I've won this thing now. And uh, my favorite line in wrestling, it's hard to have your 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 really cool end off line that like. And I think he has the best one, and that's never bet against an ace because yeah. he is the Irish ace. So his gear, by the way, had. Uh, his his the font in his gear was cut out cards like ace cards. It was awesome. So Devlin wins the cruiserweight title. Uh, this match was crazy. Check it out. And then they didn't give us any time to breathe. They were like, "Cool, you really like that? Well, you're gonna love this." Yeah. The next match did not give you a chance to quickly run to do anything because this mo- this card moved really quickly. I found it's the dream match, the tag team dream match in NXT. If NXT is literally like a video game or a movie universe that all these NXT characters and people are separated in different brands and stuff, this truly is the one match I think that you're like, okay, this is the the clashing of the the brands here between the as what are they the, the pillars? It the founding fathers? The founding fathers of NXT of UK NXT Mustache UK. Mountain, Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, and then Tom Phillips is like, hey, Nigel you want to talk about founding fathers? Let's talk about DIY Johnny Gargano and Tomasa Champa because they are the founding fathers of NXT in America. <laughs> He's getting <laughs> mad. He's like, "Fuck yeah, America, America, fuck yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." Like, like it. They are. I agree with that statement. Uh, this video package. They said, uh, "What was it? DIY are the heart, and uh, Mustache Mountain are the pride." And it just took me back to uh the what was it it was cedric alexander versus uh ali at wrestlemania in a pre-show for the cruiserweight title and they were going it's the heart of 205 versus the soul of 205 and they started the match with one of them looking at the other going heart and the other Mm. went soul it was terrible wow um i kind of hope they did that i missed that match we were we were uh, tailgating uh, you weren't even at that one. Oh, that was a different one? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you were probably still tailgating. But <laughs> tailgating in my house. Yeah, probably. Um, so this is a dream match in my opinion. I love both of these teams. I love all four of these guys. I think uh, my body wasn't ready for this. DIY, Mustache Mountain, Worlds Collide. Uh, Johnny and Tyler start the match off. And I think this is a dream match of some sorts to some people. A one-on-one between Johnny Gargano and Tyler Bate. Take my money. This will be a match down the line. I'm sure of it. But Johnny and Tyler, they go toe for toe and they're doing like crazy ex- exchanges. Uh, they kind of know each other's moves because they've watched each other. And they they get to a spot where Johnny has his foot – or Tyler has his foot caught. And then he lets Johnny's foot go and they shake hands. Yeah, it was it was beautiful chain wrestling to yeah. start with. We we see this in a lot of Johnny's big matches. Yes. The, the, op- the beginning of the – uh, Andrade match, which I've watched once or twice, and yep. the uh, the Adam Cole, the two out three falls one, the first match. He starts like this, and he's so good at it. And when he has an opponent who's as good as it at it, like Tyler yeah. Bate, 
Um, just super impressive. And then, sorry, yeah, carry on. But Tyler Bate was doing the same things. For sure, yeah. It's awesome, yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is a match I need to see more of. Uh, So there's a big, like, handshake. It's sportsmanship. And then we get the crowd. The crowd is crazy for DIY, by the way. Like, they are totally in to see. You would, if you just watched this not knowing any of these people, you would think DIY are the biggest shit in wrestling. Yeah. Which they, they very well could be to you. They are to me. When when they wrestle, I gotta watch. Yeah. And it's cool that they're back together. Just and then nick a time to make this match happen. So, now, Champa and Seven, they're in. They square off. And they start doing, like, a, a, a pose-off. But as Trent hypes it up, he reveals that he's not doing a, a body competition with Tomasa Champa because uh, he's flexing. Yeah, he he sets up to flex, to and it. then he's like, "Now nah, you in and shakes yeah. his hand." <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're there now. It's Champa and Bate. They do a test of strength, and he makes Champa makes fun of Tyler Bate's height, saying like, "Oh, you can't reach my hands up here." But he finally does it, and then. He's making Champa like beg for mercy. He's using the test of strength, but you ever play mercy? He's going, ah, and Johnny on the apron is like, Hulk up! Hulk up, man! Hulk up! Uh, they do a double bridge. It's awesome. They He goes for the bop bang, but it's blocked, and he just hits a high knee to Tyler's face. Um, they then both DIY. There's a super kick off the apron from Gargano to seven. Both Champa and Gargano take Trent, take Tyler, and hoof them into the announce tables, like into the... The people and they're just they both sit on the the apron there and Champa does his classic like clap pat on the pat back. on the back and yeah. clap and then Gargano looks at him sits next to him and then they both do it simultaneously a uh, huge pop <laughs> and then yeah and then Champa also does the like the hugging of Gargano's head that they did at the end of their cruiserweight classic match yeah. they did it at the end of their a lot of their early like their DIY tag matches when yes. they were huge um, yeah this was quite awesome to see them kind of do their the cool yeah, backs. Yeah, yeah this is this is this was awesome so they're now beating up mustache mountain they they get back into the ring and there's like a, a chop trent seven just starts chopping the shit out of johnny wrestling right before this someone from the crowd was like trent are you gonna do something <laughs> and then he's like yeah okay and just lays in these thick he chops yeah he heard this guy and just chops johnny's chest just looks like it's super red uh, but this doesn't stop him johnny hits a suicide dive onto bait there's this spot where both members of diy look at each other have both members of mustache mountain dangling on like the ones in the ring and ones on the ropes so as johnny gargano does his slingshot ddt there's champ on the other side hitting the widow's bell ddt assisted yep. rope ddt at the same time looking awesome um, Johnny then comes off the apron. It's only a two count though, those DDTs. Johnny comes off the apron, but it looks like Trent like blocks it, but they both kind of fall back on the outside. Bate gets a knee to the back of the head. Then he just like dies, but there's a tiger, Tyler driver, but Champa kicks out of it. There's then just crazy exchanges from every, all, everyone in this match is going full, full, all guns blazing. Um, there's an exploder from Tyler Bate. And then the standing star press to Johnny, but Johnny gets the knees up and he just face first into these knees. I think Tom calls it as, oh, the knees to the chest. It's like, no, this was his face. He just shooting starred his face wow. into yeah. these. Shooting star press, like the standing star press as bait like runs and does it. Gets yeah. so much speed and height to do it and just eats these knees. Uh, looks awesome. 
But then uh, Gargano goes back in and goes for like uh, – he gets the Liger kick, goes – but then fights back. And Johnny does his classic like runs behind you, does the head scissors, tilt the world satellite, whatever you want to call it. And then lands you into the – locks you into the Gargano escape. So as Gargano goes for that and starts spinning and satelliting around Tyler Bate, Tyler counters this, the crazy spinning motion into the airplane spin and starts to spin Johnny Gargano all all around and around and around. But Gargano then counters the spinning part of that, locks in, drops him to the floor, locks in the Gargano escape. And while that's happening, Trent's going to go in there to try to break that up. But Champa tackles him to the ground and then locks in his arm bar, his like pull over the arm, the mm. crowbar type arm bar. So both members of Mustache Mountain, this is giving me all the feels back to so many of their 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 final victory with the tag titles. Well they even they even did the revival spot. You ha- you saw Bait and Seven yeah. reaching for each other's arms yeah. to grab it, but both uh, Gargano and Champa kind of stomp away at their hands. They're not letting them. That. Yeah. Oh, I, I, this was this was emotional. This is storytelling. Uh, this was awesome. Somehow, some way Mustache Mountain both break out of the holds. They did not tap out. So it's the, the, the match is still continuing, just magical. Uh, but this uh, then, after getting up to their feet, both Trent and Bate get Champa and Gargano up on their shoulders, and they do multiple airplane spins at the same time, both rocking around the ring like in a clock clockwork. Or oh, Ty- Tyler Bate spinning around and... And Seven's there with Champ on his shoulders. Really. Yeah, maybe it should have been the other way around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many spins Trent got. Someone count all the spins Tyler Bate does, and then someone count all the spins that uh, Trent Seven does. But it looked awesome. looked cool. Uh, Bate accidentally hits a lariat on Trent, which then Trent now um, it has to come back and try to save Bate from DIY, but it's not happening. But then DIY go to hit their, their, their pose. Mm. Their classic DIY prayer hands up, and they're gonna hit the the super kick knee combo that they go, but it's blocked to double bop bangs. Looks crazy. I bit on that that whole spot there. Then the not the burning hammer, the burning hammer, and the knee combo on Champa, but Champa kicks out. Holy, I yeah, bit. I bit here too. I thought this was it. Everyone in this arena was going crazy for this kick out. I couldn't believe it. But then they've had enough. They lift him up again and hit this double berming hammer. But then Bait is up and hit goes for like the the spiral tap, which is like a crazy flying spinning Cork out screw sting. Corkscrew flippy, kind of. corkscrew flippy shit. Yeah. Lucha stuff. Looks great. Lucha things. Uh, but as he's going for that, uh, Trent is holding Champa down. Champa in the last second, pulls Trent over so that the move actually kind of hits more so on Trent, less on Champa. And he's pinning Trent while Bate doesn't realize it. But quickly, right in the last second, like a 2.999 count, Bate realizes what he has done and breaks up the pin there. Now all four in the ring again. Crazy exchanges. They're hitting their signature moves. They're not pulling any punches here. And there's a spot where Bate is slingshotting into the ring for like a crossbody onto Gargano. But both of them, Champa and Gargano, hit the knee and super kick in midair, sending Bate crashing to the outside. Then they turn their attention to Trent Seven, who's in the middle of the ring. Both DIY members go to each side. They do the pose, and then they hit the DIY, the the double super kicks. Meet me in the middle. Meet me in the middle. Isn't that a song? 
terrible song. I hate that song. What, what is that song? Yeah. Baby, why don't you just meet me in the middle? Oh, I'm yeah, you in actually. In the middle, hate. just for the middle, baby. Middle. Whatever. Fucking terrible song. DIY. I don't even know if it's Megan Trainer, but I feel like it's Megan Trainer because she does that kind of shit. It's not. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so that's good. we got sidetracked on that. Yeah. Anyway, great. This is a good match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is crazy. They pin Trent Seven off the Meet Me in the Middle. Yeah. Meet Me in the Middle from DIY. Sometimes kids, you just have to do it yourself. So, um, awesome match. Fantastic match. This this delivered on everything I thought it would be. I think I could have watched them wrestle for five more hours. I, I think. yeah. This match was great for the first like seven minutes i was kind of disappointed i was enjoying it but yeah. i was like oh they're just doing an exhibition style match like sure. a a fun house show main event and then it picked up and diy became the heels essentially at one but point. they're getting cheered they started being a bit nastier and throwing them into the table well, yeah champa's a nasty guy right? and that's when it really picked up oh gotta say as well diy's gear here the, the matching blue camo blue camo uh, looked sweet um yeah, I loved this match. I thought it was so much fun. Um, just, yeah, just a real fun match where all four guys are so fucking good. There was no build to this match. No build. And uh, looking at the chat room right now, uh, I know, like, MJ has said, this match could potentially be a top five, but without the stakes, there's only so much sure. you can emotionally get invested. Imagine doing these two in a heated rivalry for tag titles or whatever yeah like you would love to see because all all of these guys can kill it i would like to see a rematch down the line i would like to see a bait versus gargano down the line i want to see them fight off again but this was fantastic i i agree with what mj has said because i i think this is could be a lot of people's pick for some of the best stuff they've seen this year i know it's only still january but holy this was amazing was this your match of the night uh, I think I think this. I don't know. I'm really torn. I think I really there's a really strong argument for the three main matches for individual like what people could have liked. I really liked the cruiserweight title match, and I wasn't expecting it. Maybe because I had least expect, expectations for it. Mm. But I knew this tag team match was going to be good. Yeah. And I agree with you. When they were doing the pose off, I was like, "Oh, what's going on here? What's happening?" But I think that was their way to kind of cool us down and then bring us back up again. I don't know. They did it. And it was, uh, I used the word earlier, magical. And I thought maybe, you know what, maybe this is right. But then there's a main event that, you know, maybe has its uh, missteps. But considering the missteps, we'll get there. That too is in itself is very impressive. So I really don't know. Uh, For me, it's between this and the Cruiserweight match. Yeah, um, sure. This could be a lot of people's match of the year. Yeah, th- this was this was great. I, I'd love to see it again down the line. And I'd love to see the combinations of the four down the line as well. This show is called Worlds Collide. And this is the only match where I actually felt like the worlds were colliding. Yeah. Because we got the team that's hot in the UK. They were the, the talk of the town. And they, you know they're still hot over there, whatever. And then you had Johnny and Champa and their story here, so it was it was cool to kind of see that come together, and and they delivered. Yeah, I I would probably say this is my match of the night, but uh, there's arguments for all of them. But holy shit, and to see DIY, I was at, I think you were at that takeover where they won the two oh, or yeah. three. Come on, like oh I I could I all, saw both. Yeah, I've been at both their revival matches. Yeah, so like it's like you only just got a tear in their eye when they're doing that arm bar thing. Yeah, because we've seen them fight. You know what this? You were you were saying that Champ was going to turn on him in this match. <laughs> oh, I was joking about that. I did, I did think there's an argument for Bait turning on 
seven. Oh, no. wow. Um, I think they should do it down the line. Damn, I don't want to see that. Can't see do that. you not? I don't know, maybe. I think Bates 2... I think NXT UK need a story that's going to drive people onto it, and I think a seven-bait breakup thing could <clears throat> could be that. You mean you don't want to see Walter Dragunov? The guy who lost to Finn Balor in the opening match tonight? Is that the direction they're going in? It seems like that's the direction. That's a yeah. strange strange thing. NXT UK is a strange show. But it's going to change. I have high hopes for it. In 2020, it's going to be the... the it's going to turn around. The bell of the ball. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be hot okay. shit. That match was hot shit. Go check out. If you're one of the people who kind of just listened to some of them, I, I recommend DIY and Mustache Mountain. That was so much fun. That's what... I, I, I sound like Tom Phillips being fed the line in his earpiece, <laughs> but that's what NXT is all about. <laughs> but like, yeah, it is. They, I like this show because the wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and this is... They delivered with this. We we just glossed over just before this match. We saw uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim front row. Right. Lee showing off his brand new North American title. And it transitioned from Undisputed Era training backstage to Lee with the title. Gotcha. Um, and Robert Stone and Chelsea Green took their place in front row as well. Everyone's in the front row because after the DIY match, here is Mercedes uh, Martinez, yeah. the recently signed. We saw her in the Battle Royal. Uh, that was a cool showing, and I'm interested in seeing what they do with her. R- rather, if it's more on air, like more wrestling matches or behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, but I'm happy to see where, where it goes. I'm so happy that she signed to WWE. And then we have someone else in the crowd here. It's Dakota Kai. Um, I mean, I'd be uh, remiss to not talk about something on this show here. So I'm going to quickly say uh, Io Shirai has suffered an injury last Wednesday night on NXT. And she's tweeted that she's out of action. She's got a knee brace. All she's tweeted is that knee brace. Uh, We don't have too much information. A lot of people, uh, some people were tweeting us on after Wednesday night saying that it looked like she was injured in that match. So I hope she's okay. I send all my love out to Io Shirai. You still get me high, Io Shirai. But as for right now in at this NXT Worlds Collide, Dakota Kai also gets me high. My oh my, Dakota Kai. And uh, before she could do anything, she's instantly attacked by Tegan Knox. So there's a brawl. They're fighting in the crowd. It's chaos. They have security pulling each other off. Of, they They hate each other. They hate each other, and they will face this Wednesday night on NXT. So I thought this was a good idea. Like, realistically, if you know, hey, uh, Dakota Kai is being brought out for, like, that one shot in the crowd there, you would attack her. You know where she's going to be. So, yeah. So go after her. Uh, so it's fine. Um, uh, yeah. What did you think of that? It was fine. It's a build to, it was to Wednesday. Fine. It was a build. I have no problems with them pushing Wednesday nights. I feel with the angle being shot here, I kind of feel maybe it is going to be bumped onto the. I think I think uh, it should be takeover. Yeah, I think it should be. Uh, so the next match is maybe controversial talk uh, in the world of wrestling. Uh, to myself, not really, uh, because well. the next. <laughs> I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter. They're saying some things like this is this is a direction they're going to here. The Becky Lynch comments that now have transformed maybe into the world of NXT because Rhea Ripley comes out and it no longer says NXT Women's Champion. It just says NXT NXT Champion. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is I don't. It doesn't. That doesn't make me upset. <laughs> like no, it, does, it doesn't yeah, make me upset. Yeah. The way I see it is um, where we are now. I think you should either have. 
like just two NXT champions. Right. One male, one female. Because people or have an NXT men's championship and an NXT women's championship. So would you be okay with it being called the NXT men's champion? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I, th- I think it, it makes the other one always seem less when you have the NXT champion and then the NXT women's. Like you've got to specify. Right. Um, I, I don't I don't care either way. I don't get why people are getting so worked up yeah, about it. Yeah. Like really, does it matter? Doesn't matter. Y- you know you it's know a, it's women competing for you know, it. like the, why the titles are a prop. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Vince Russo said that? Yeah. The titles are a prop. Um, <laughs> I don't care either way. I mean I've I've been at shows when um women's wrestling chants have started and I've been like, No, this is wrestling. Do you know what I mean? It's sure. why are we uh, I don't know. People are people are chanting that to support that women's wrestling. They are, like, they are, but it's still a thing. It's kind of saying women's wrestling is usually shit, but this is good. Women's right. wrestling, rather than this is just an awesome match. And they're trying to. They've got away from divas and superstars. Everyone's a superstar now. Um, but I'm, I think I'm, he. I think a year from now, it like who cares? I'm really? saying this doesn't. I don't care anything. I, 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 I also wouldn't matter if they also said NXT men's. Champ, world champion and NXT Women's World Champion. Yeah. I look at UFC or, or fighting, boxing. Like you have uh, heavyweight titles. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So obviously in wrestling, it's you know spoilers well, so- is fake. But it, you 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 don't have to be in the weight classes to win things. So I don't, I would just I'm cool with it being like this. When you have a match with Adam Cole in a men's title, you go he's the NXT Men's heavyweight champion yeah. and then you say in the match like Adam Cole or someone wins the title you can instantly say this person just won the NXT title it's well, fine I mean I'm pretty sure that's like in tennis and things yeah, like that the men win matter. is the, the, like, the men's cool. title and the women's title I thought we should at least talk about it because it, I think people I feel like just maybe but I see people on Twitter and it's like fuck off like re- why are you upset about it's this it's a prop <laughs> like why are you upset about this it's literally a prop it's literally a prop yeah. in this, this thing um, let, the, let them Call it whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, call it whatever. I think it, there may be more changes coming within, like, the, the, the names and stuff, considering. I don't know. I don't know what, what types, but it's just strange that people would get... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, it's just, it's just going for, like, like equality, essentially, isn't it? Sure. Like, yeah, whatever. Mm. Let's move on. Rhea Ripley. Mm. NXT champion. Yeah. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, get that that in your pipe and smoke it. She's gonna be facing Tony Storm, your favorite wrestler. Uh, Rhea Ripley's got some crazy contacts, and she's the nightmare, and she's very scary. Uh, I kind of like the the new look she's got going on here with like uh, the, the the hair. There's this shot when she's like on the apron in her entrance, and she looks so badass. Um, I have like some mixed feelings about Rhea Ripley. I don't think she's in the ring as good as some of the wrestlers that I do like but the character and everything she's like becoming and working on like right now I think she's fantastic and she's going to keep getting better she's so young like she's younger than you think she is and she has a presence and this character um I was surprised they had her come in as a baby face because watching the the second May Young Classic, she was such a good heel. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, I get it when you see Shayna was your champion and you want to move it off of that. Um, I, I agree. I think her ring work still um, needs some work. Um, same with her mic skills. But I'm I'm not mad at her being champion or anything. I think it's a, it's the right decision. Definitely. Well, let's see if she retains 
the title against Tony Storm. Uh, early in the match, Tony hits these like roundhouse kicks and then an awesome German suplex, sending Rhea backwards into the turnbuckle, bouncing her head off two of the turnbuckles. Tony then locks in the STF, but Rhea manages to get out of that. Tony Storm hits the like Lita style DDT, flipping Rhea all the way over, but only a two count. They go up. There's uh, like slaps galore between both of them. There's then the standing cloverleaf submission hold where Rhea Ripley just like ties her arms and lifts her in the air. This normally looks way cooler because yeah, she normally here. swings them around. Whereas realistically, if you haven't tapped in the first five seconds, are you going to tap? Does it hurt that much? Sure. Like you look at most like legit submissions, you're tapping right away. No, you're going to break my arm. Yeah, you're just standing there holding her midair. Swinging She's kind of like dangling, like holding her neck, kind of trying to reposition her. It she got out like, of it. It just looked awkward. I thought. Uh, well, that she couldn't. She couldn't make her tap out, so she then goes for her next finisher, which is the Riptide. She lifts her up with the pump handle, but it's countered from Tony with a crossbody, then a bridging German suplex from Tony Storm, kind of tilted. And Nigel's like, she didn't get all of it because she kind of went like a little that way, but. Um, there's then uh, like a headbutt by Tony Storm. She goes up top for a frog splash, but misses it. Rhea gets up, hits her with the pump handle, drop into the tornado bomb, which she calls the Riptide, and Rhea Ripley retains the NXT Championship. Yeah, I didn't really like this match. I can't say I did either. I know uh, you you make fun of me for being a fan of Tony Storm, but even you have uh, persuaded me that, like, hey, wh- she really hasn't, like, kind of delivered in the no. sense that we all thought she was w- was going to do from the Mae Young Classic. Maybe it because I, everyone knew there's no chance she's winning this match. Well, yeah, there's... To start with, there's that. Um, I like Tony Secondly, Storm. I've seen this match twice about 18 months ago. I've seen it, like, yeah, I've seen and, it a bunch. Uh, like, this didn't deserve to be there on the card, I don't think. I didn't think this was very good. Um, there was no flow between them, considering you feel these two should know each other. Right. There was zero flow. It just seemed like, let's do this move. Now we're doing this move. Now we're doing this move. Um, I don't like that they're... There are no stories going into any of these matches. And now they're telling me on commentary, oh, they're friends. Really? <laughs> because when I was watching the May Young Classic and NXT UK for the beginning, like, they weren't friends. Right. Have they been friends since then? They're like, oh, they've been friends. friends. They're going, right, friends. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know because they're both Australian, you're instantly friends. No, they actually were, are, were friends for a long time. But you're right. I didn't know but that. But it's like they, they didn't have... The story going into this was, as the story we've seen on TV, hey, I've beaten you twice. Yeah. I deserve a title shot. That was the story, and that wasn't really hit on here. Um, no, I didn't really care. Yeah, I, I didn't really think this was very good at all. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't a. I liked Rhea Ripley beating Shayna for the title. I thought it was a good moment, but the match itself like was pretty average, and I remember getting some heat for that on this show because mm. people were like, oh, like that match was amazing. I'm not saying it wasn't really good. Just for me, Rhea Ripley, there's just a, a different... different. You can see the difference between her and some of the other I, I think I think she's going to improve. I think so, too. Um, I think more... Tony, I just... Ha, I, I feel she's been the same for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really evolved. Right. Um, that's that's why I feel she'll be better on the main roster because it... The ring work doesn't matter so much. Look look at the position Lacey Evans is in right. at the moment. 
you could have Tony Storm as the baby face going against Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. Right now. Um, NXT, and that's where I want to see really good wrestling. And she's fine. She's not, like, she's not an, like, at the top, like an Io Shirai. Yeah. But she's not near the bottom either. But I just think she's very average. Um, and yeah, didn't like this match. I think you should have just done Katie Ray versus Rhea Ripley. Katie yeah. Ray's your women's champion. Yeah. Don't do it, do it non-title. I know it's, it's awkward to book that kind of thing. I don't know. Just th- this didn't deliver at all. No, I, I don't think so either. I, I kind of really didn't like it. It had some cool moves in it, but really nothing that kind of blew me away or even really got my attention. I agree with you with the flow thing. Something didn't hit. I think that's kind of most Rhea Ripley matches for me. Uh, but she's gonna get better, I think. I think I see I see some improvement coming. I, I, at least I I th- hope. Ripley, I yeah, hope so. I think so. So we then the announcers, Tom Phillips and Nigel McGuinness, they tell us that they have to play us something because just a, a few moments back, backstage as they were filming something for WWE.com, something happened. And well, uh, take a look. And here is Johnny Gargano being interviewed for .com, saying that it was how awesome it was him to be back with Champa, and that even his Champa's daughter Willow is here and he's got to meet and hang out with her backstage and he Johnny is attacked by Finn Balor he's attacked he's beating him in this like hallway there's like chairs and everything he's just beating the shit out of him and a bunch of the wrestlers come in and break up the attack um he he's in there and uh, Tyler Bate is like the the guy in the forefront, really stopping Finn from continuing the attack. So there's a bit of a a tease there as well, where you could you could see a Tyler Bate Finn Balor match. Uh, I don't know, maybe even this week on TV. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say if there's less, if there was more than two weeks before Portland, yeah. I could see this being a TV match. But I guess yeah, you could just keep Tyler in the US until. Yeah, have this on Wednesday. Please do, because that sounds like money, baby. Yeah. Uh, so Finn is like, ah, ha, ha, Johnny. Um, he says, I'm gonna, I put you in the hospital, and I'm gonna put you right back in. So uh, see you in Takeover Portland. But he's got a uh, trickle of blood going down the bridge of his nose still yeah. from that earlier. So, uh, yeah, poor guy, bleeding. So we now go to the main event. You should know at the end of the women's match, Bianca Belair was front row, right, and kind of called out Rhea. She was, like, pointing at her with her, with her hair. Yeah, um, it was weird. Just heating up that match. It was weird. I mean, that didn't heat up anything for me. <laughs> but she's pointing her hair at her. I don't know. I'm what, pointing I my don't hair. I know what heats up for you. Uh. <laughs> so we go to the main event of Worlds Collide. The worlds will indeed collide. The Undisputed Era versus Imperium. Adam Cole. Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly, and the newly dethroned North American champ, the former North American champion, Roderick Strong, who comes out with a little sallow face. Well, he had boo-boo face, didn't he? (laughs) And did you know they've, because he's not champ anymore, they've had to revert back to their old shirt. They're not the prophecy, draped in gold. Yeah. That's, I don't know if they had to. I think that's them being like, let's just be so fucking... Or, or you should have had the three of them with their <laughs> prophecy ones, and then Roddy just in classic. It's like, oh, fuck. He should have had the undisputed era shirt before he was even in it. That kind of thing. Oh my god. Oh, poor, poor Roddy Boo Boo. Oh, Roddy is sad here because the prophecy, Roddy. the prophecy ended last week with it Keith did. Lee, Keith Lee taking the title. So uh, Roderick Strong looking sad, and here outcome Imperium Walter. The NXT UK champion 
which now they call that now. You know the title. It's been altered as well. It says uh, it's been Waltered. It's NXT UK champion. No longer the WWE UK champion. That's right, yeah. So, so many title changes. So many titles. But again, they're all props. <laughs> so, Walter... They should all just be called the WWE Championship, really. I'm the WWE <laughs> Champion. Title. I'm the Tag Team Champions. <laughs> You're the Tag Team Champions. Wasn't that a thing? Mm. So, Imperium consists of Walter, Alexander Wolf, Marcel Bartel, and Fabian Eichner. Uh, if you're not familiar with these guys, they are indeed awesome. We've seen them in NXT regular uh, for quite a while, and then they were changed over to NXT UK, and uh, they've they've impressed me a lot. And this is this is, I guess, a dream match, and so, so in some sorts, because it's two factions that have been kind of prominent in the world in the whole landscape of wrestling in at least the last year, so, and undisputed era hot for so many years now. I would say as well um, before this match. The crowd were so into all the yeah. NXT guys, and the NXT UK guys were getting Mediocre. a polite reaction. I'd say Walter is Walter a lot, but the rest not so well, much. Well, until until this match, I think Imperium, yeah. the crowd treated them like a main event act here, yeah, and gave them like the respect and kudos they deserve. Um, whereas this this wasn't showing throughout the even that cruiserweight match. Like Angel Garza's pop was huge. And then you have Devlin and Banks right. come out, and it's kind of mellow. It was cheer. It's it was less, yeah. So undisputed era, Imperium starting off this match, Kyle O'Reilly and Fabian Eichner, and I was just salivating to watch these guys like try to out wrestle each other, and that's what they did. They start doing leg locks and grabs and chops, and man, Fabian Eichner is lighting up Kyle's chest. He is just red. Uh, Bartel gets in, and he's a madman as well. He's doing all sorts of things I didn't know this guy could do. To oh, me, Marcel Bartel's fantastic. Like, to me, he looks like a like a guy I'd see on the street, some bloke down the street. Uh, but in, instead, he's doing like back fist, like crazy, some throat chops and crazy shit. I was yeah, like, wow. Watch some of his work as Axel Dieter, Dieter Jr. Like, okay. he's he's really fucking good. He is fast. Uh, so then there's uh, there's a tag where they're working on Alexander Wolf gets tagged in, and I believe it's Kyle and 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 Bobby Fish. They're doing an, a double kick to. A seated Alexander Wolf, and as Bobby Fish goes to do a pin after taking this roundhouse to a seated Alexander Wolf, um, there's a very scary incident here where yeah. Alexander Wolf doesn't really kick out of the the spot he was supposed to kick out at. So referee, good old Drake, um, kind of notices something here and decides to kind of make it look like Alexander Wolf did get his shoulder up. Because Alexander Wolf has been knocked out cold from this this roundhouse kick from Bobby Fish. Obviously an accident, but uh, very scary to watch here. This was horrible. Yeah. Um, they I, instantly they don't instantly, but the the camera instantly stays on Fish, yeah. not letting you see Alexander Wolf, not letting you see the referee Drake kind of talking to him and discussing the tr- he has put up the X. There's people already coming down. And Bobby Fish is like he he his color changes. He looks pale. Yeah, yeah it's very very scary. Um, they show the replay. I'm surprised here. they actually showed the replay. Here. I think it was fair to show the replay. Um, uh, be- I mean, I I I, I want to know. I I kind I saw the move, but I didn't yeah. expect that to happen. So the replay in slow motion is he's like supposed to be kind of blocking both kicks, but just so slightly misses the the spot to block the kick, and it knocks him out. And he's he he's supposed to fall back. And his body goes out, like the lights go out, and he is out, and it, that that is very scary. It's a, it's 
it shows how good these guys are, though, that yeah. this doesn't happen more often. These kicks nowadays, that the, the striking these wrestlers have yeah. um, is ridiculous that this doesn't happen more often. And, and Bobby Fish is, he's a veteran, he's a pro. Right. Something like this can happen. Um, I think I think it was Nigel was uh, was quite good on commentary as well. They he both was, were. He was saying about how uh, Fish was trying for a deeper cover where it, it makes it even harder for the other guy to escape, but it in, involves having the hand under the shoulder and the referee caught it, which means the shoulder's not completely on a mat. They're trying to cover the fact that because really it, this should have been a knockout and a pin. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to cover it because this is, what, five minutes into a 30-minute match? Right. Um, this I, was very scary. This was very, very scary. It so took me out of the match. Definitely. Really, took- for, I, I came back towards the end, yeah. but really... Uh, it, it took the guys out of the match, I think. Uh, 100%. This, th- again, uh, Bobby Fish, his face is like, oh my God, what have I done? I couldn't imagine being in that. I've I've seen uh, at a Ring of Honor house show uh, in Toronto, I don't know if it was a house show or it was filmed, where uh, BJ Whitmer took a, a pile driver on the apron from right. Bennett and the match had to be stopped. Yeah. The ambulance had to drive in and it was terrifying. It was so scary to, and you could see like the guy's face, the guy who did the move feels terrible. Yeah. And Bobby Fish was right now in this match pale as yeah, a ghost. Anyone who, um, like I'm looking on Twitter and people go, Oh, is it a work? And Wolf's going to come back. Dude, look, no, look at Fish's face on the apron throughout. Yeah. The He's match. so concerned. And I, as of now, we're recording. I'm still looking. There's, there's no word. Right. Uh, all I keep reading is yeah. You he, watch that he that slow re- out. Yeah, that replay where they showed in slow motion. You see him get knocked out, like knocked out. Yeah. So what? Well, uh, Eric Marcote, who covers MMA for yeah. post wrestling, he's in the chat room right now, and he said, "I just watched seven hours of MMA, and there wasn't any oh. knockout that brutal. Jeez, <laughs> like this." Oh. Which you wouldn't expect. Uh, um, so, so we're like, what happens now? Because this was a whole pre-booked match that now you're taking a guy out. So you're you're seeing the ref Drake again. This is all Drake. He he yeah. fixed this. Drake is the best. Drake should be. He's he's in this main event for a reason. He Drake saw Younger, this. the referee, not Dr- the yeah, not, not the Toronto rapper. Yeah, sorry, Drake <laughs> Younger. Drake Younger, like saw the 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 when Alexander Wolf kind of lays down and he looks and you see the reaction in Drake's face like oh shit he's not there mm. you're we got to we got to do something and in 3 seconds he decides that's what he's doing and holy shit so uh shout out Drake Younger I, w- I wonder as well I would imagine a lot of protocol has been implemented since we had the concussion in the Goldberg Taker match we had Kyrie Zane's like Again, with that, yeah. early on in that tag match, a whole time... And same continued that match where oh. she really shouldn't have. Yeah. So, I mean, she wasn't knocked out. She was knocked loopy. Right. Uh, but here, you, you had he had to be removed. So but, he is removed from this match. They take him down. They have him at ringside because they're trying to get him to come back in. But then they go, no, 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 we can't do this. So Drake, the camera still is not sure what to do. Drake says something to Bobby Fish while the camera's on him and the mic is hot. Bobby's like, so who am I fighting now then? What are you talking about? So they they continue the match here. Um, and yeah, shout out Drake. So now it's a handicap match. Alexander Wolf is being taken to the back. They are not letting him continue, but they will continue this match. Now, we saw... Roderick Strong take Bobby Fish's place recently in a tag team match. On, in the Red Calvins. 
in the red Calvins, Roddy, he, if he's not a champion, how is he? Oh, he was wearing the red Calvins because he was the North American Championship because it's red. Now he's not. He's just wearing last week's dirty oh, undies now, isn't he? I'm in some black Calvins. They're I, my favorite. I don't want to know. But the red ones are just too strange for me. Marty McFly wears them, though. So, uh, Roderick Strong just ca- took Bobby Fish's place in his red Calvins in that match, like, was amazing. Whereas I had like, oh, is this what they're going to do here? Is this what Roderick Strong does for a living? Picks up the pieces of a match? Because I feel like Roderick Strong really did that in this match again. Yeah, um, I mean, there was... Uh, I, we, we both said we were watching this together and there, there seemed to be... All these guys are so good. And they were off their game a bit yeah. for a big portion of this match. And, and understandably, mm. like, they don't know... There's no word going to these guys how Wolf is. Yeah. Um, so it, it seemed it seemed a bit sloppy. A few things were being missed, and then Roddy got tagged in like a hot tag, and you saw him be like, "Right, we need to get this. We, <laughs> we need to get this, this going." And this is against Walter, where I would imagine really Roddy wouldn't be having this this spot against Walter the Beast. But he's like, "No, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm just not fucking up Walter." I don't know how many times we said Roger Strong is underrated. He's the workhorse. Oh, he's, he's so the, fantastic. He's Mr. He was Mr. Ring of Honor. Yeah, I think they even called him that uh, a little bit. He is Mr. NXT. Without this guy, you you have things fall apart. He is underrated. Everyone always like. He's the butt of the joke, essentially. Even losing the title last yeah. week. But, like, yo, he is that good. And watching this is crazy. Kyle O'Reilly mocks Walter while this match continues, doing, like, this weird dance because Walter's not able to tag in. But when Walter tags in, he does the dance to Kyle. Kyle is shooketh. He chases him. He beats up everyone. There's a trap like German suplex. There's a chop to the face. Uh, then Kyle locks in a guillotine, though. Um, there's double Germans where Walter German suplexes Roddy, who is German suplexing Kyle by accident, yeah. inadvertently. Um, so awesome. Just killing everyone. Holy shit. There's a chop to Kyle O'Reilly that just kills him. Like, I think they... He runs into it, doesn't he? He, he turns really, around and, like, goes charging. He and runs... Bam! Chopped and just dies. And Nigel McGuinness with the call saying, it looks like he just walked into oncoming traffic. Uh, which is exactly a great call from Nigel. Uh, Roddy is in, and this is where you said, this is where things picked yeah, up. Because Roddy's sure. just like, all right, here we go. I'm back at work. I'm in the office. <laughs> Let's fix this. And well, What we got going on here, right? Okay. <laughs> what was Roddy's gimmick before Undisputed Era he was a dad yeah well you know what he's the dad of NXT because he's 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 bringing that mm. bacon home because he really f- fixes this uh, not fixes this because this is this is just impressive again yeah. this guy should be uh, we way above where he even is in this company honestly in wrestling I've, I've followed him since like 2004 but just fantastic he's doing suplexes he's doing everything there's a sick kick. Oh, well, he actually, he eats a huge lariat from Walter, which is like some kind of one of his finishers, essentially. But Roddy still ki- gets in here, hits a sick kick on, I believe, Fabian Eichner, then a tiger bomb and the stronghold. Fishes in, hits an exploder on both of the Imperium guys. Uh, then finally, Adam Cole tags in the match. He hits a super kick fake out, then the actual super kick. He hits the Ushiguroshi on Bartel, but Walter breaks it up. Walter then gets. Um, taken to the outside, Undisputed Era all realize that every time Walter in- enters the match, he's fucking shit up. Yeah. So they come to the conclusion, we take out Walter, we win the match. So they bring him to the tables, they set up for him to go through it, he f- somehow fights back, and he's about to put Kyle through one off another one, 
but here comes again the workhorse. Roddy slides in and hits an angle slam off another table on Walter through another announce table. Just crazy. They've taken out the the Godzilla in the match here so they can work now four on two against Eichner and Barcel. Um, they're, they're hitting all sorts of crazy things. But if you think the four on two would help, it doesn't. They fight back. The move where they do it on every week, where not every week, but Bartel throws a guy, Fabian catches him, and then hits a brain buster. Yeah. Just insane. Just crazy. What I found more impressive here was he didn't quite catch Kyle. So Kyle's slipping. Normally, it's he's pretty much thrown onto the shoulder. Yeah. It's like, it's in place. Yeah. He was slipping, so Kyle's head was like below his chest, and he still managed to just catch him. Oh. And Deadweight lift him up into the brainbuster position to oh, hit it. And then does it. So impressive. This guy is a beast. Yeah, I don't understand. He's 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 not human. Um, he then beats up Roddy there. There's like back suplexes. Cole's in those. There's super kicks. There's uh, there's a spot where Eichner does a springboard into the air. This is like Shawn Michaels, um, Shelton Benjamin, when they had a match yeah. on Raw. Faven Eichner springboards into the ring, flying so fast in midair, gets super kicked in the face by Adam Cole. Then he hits my favorite move in all of professional wrestling. The <laughs> suplex lift into the Ushi Goroshi, or as I call it, the Sushi Goroshi, but only a two count. Kyle O'Reilly hits a flying knee to Bartel and starts working the leg, and it's like... They're selling like this could be the finish here where he's he's so much – there's so much pain, Bartel. Then there's a double jump moonsault from Fabian Eichner to break the leg lock up. To break the move up, he does a double jump moonsault from Fabian Eichner to break up the move. Just crazy. And if this wasn't crazy enough, the monster rises from the ashes. The, the Austrian gets up. He comes down. Wait, Walter is Austrian, right? Yeah, not Australian, like Nigel said. Yes, he he called <laughs> the him, big Australian, and then Tom Phillips right away goes, "Yes, the Austrian <laughs> says it so nice and slowly." Walter's back. There's, so I've I've lived and worked in Austria for yeah. like quite a while. Um, in all the tourist shops, um, there are there are like signs and posters and things that go, "There are no kangaroos in Austria." <laughs> they always get it. They're always oh. Where are you from? Like Austria. Oh, Australian, yeah. But Sydney, Melbourne? No, Austria. I'm from <laughs> fucking Linz. I'm from Graz. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Austrians. Uh, I don't know any Austrians. No. I know a few Australians. Yeah. And they don't like being called Austrians. Austrians are cool. They're, fu- <laughs> they're fun people. I like Well, the, Walter's really fun because he gets in this match and it's like, now it's like the, the baddie. He, the, he's come back from the grave and he is chopping everyone. He kills Adam Cole here with a chop again, just like last week. Uh, there's chops. He's he, he somehow eats a super kick from Adam Cole, but he blocks another one and there's another huge chop. He hits a power bomb on Roderick Strong goes up to the top rope and hits the splash. This is how he won the UK championship that he has. But as he sells, he lands on the he hits the splash off the top rope. But if you like watch how he hits the splash, his hands actually like land on the mat too to stop yeah. his like face from hitting. And he sells that like cuz he's been chopping people yeah, that yeah. his hands are hurting. So he's like doesn't pin Roddy right away and he's like, "Ah, oh, my hands." And as he's in the, on that position on his knees, Right behind him is Adam Cole, who hits the last shot, just nailing him. But 
as this he's about to pin Walter, both Bartel and Eichner break it up. There's now a standoff, which of course there would have been four on four, but it's the three on four. Uh, this still works though, because Walter's so big. Yeah. It's like, all right, you have two guys on Walter and the other two guys brawl. This was cool because you have Undisputed Era who are st- they're, they're, everyone's hurt in this match at this point. And you have Undisputed Era, but they, they look at the three of them and they're like, we got you. There's four of us. And then Walter puts his arms around, he's in the middle and puts his arms around Bartel and Eichner. And he's like, he's probably saying something. And, and he speaks German, I think, is what he yells in, right? Yeah. I know he's Austrian, but he speaks. Yeah, like, well, like German's the common language between okay. Italy, German, gotcha. Germany and Austria. Yeah. So he goes, don't worry, boys. We got this. We got this. He's like huddling here with them. And then the standoff erupts. They all brawl. They all go at it. There's a sleeper with a sleeper on a sleeper. There's all the sleepers. There's a high-low, but there's some sort of confusion here that they didn't get oh, the pin. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, Walter had the sleeper on fish, and Kyle jumps on Walter's back to hit the sleeper. We can, like, wears him down, so he lets go of fish, and in letting him go, they could hit the total elimination. Right. I thought this spot was awesome. Yeah, yeah, but they, they couldn't really get the pin on it, so they're like, oh, what's happening? Uh, then there's just chaos where everyone's on the outside. Roderick Strong is on the outside. Everyone's on the outside. And Fabian Eichner, in the ring, runs up to the top turnbuckle like it's just, like, nothing. Like, like fucking Mario running and jumping. Just flies up to this thing, bounces off the turnbuckle to hit, like, this, like, like almost RVD, Eddie Guerrero, using your... It's all in the thrust of the hips. Yeah. It's all in the thrust of the hips. Got a bit of froggy going on there. Right? I know uh, we're, this is a podcast, but our people in the YouTube room are just watching me do this thrusting motion. <laughs> um, and... Fabian Eichner flies, soars through the air onto all of Undisputed Era, taking them all out. Uh, I believe the commentary calls him the Italian flying tank. And uh, it's just chaos. He's taking them all out. Bobby Fish is back in the ring. He turns around, and there is Walter. He hits a shotgun dropkick and then picks up Bobby Fish. And Walter hits the biggest fucking powerbomb ever, killing Bobby Fish gets all of his weight while he's folding him up like an accordion and Walter pins Bobby Fish just like that. What I I love with Walter's powerbomb is we see like a standard powerbomb like he does is normally a high spot. It's not a finish. Yeah. And then you have like your last rides, your pop-ups, your spirit bombs and things like that that are like your finishing powerbombs. His is just a classic powerbomb. Kills you. But he, like, slams you down so hard and just folds you up. And, like, leans. He's big, and so he leans on you. All his you're, not pinning, you're not You're not going to kick out of that. Yeah. Um, this was such a strange match for me. Yeah. There's, there's, um, we got to talk about this because you're right. There was this... What, since the Alexander Wolf being injured, it takes you out of the match. The crowd was so hot. And as soon as that happened... That died. You heard crickets because people were scared. What happened to Alexander Wolf? Is he? He's knocked out. He's being taken out of the match. Is this a work? Is this? Is this real life? We don't know because he hurt. And then the match continues, and there's some slip ups. I didn't mention that Fabian Eichner and Bartel. They kind of missed a few of their spot. Their double drop kick they usually hit. They looked like they they were they were a little checked out, as you would be. I could not imagine being in any of their positions, continuing on, kind of not knowing what's happening to your boy who you. You saw get injured in this match and you're continuing kind of maybe going along with new things that you have to go into this match but they picked it up 
after yeah. they picked this up. This was this was very impressive. And the fact that the fact that that happened is I that's why I say that this was like fantastic. Like holy shit, kudos to these guys for continuing and doing such a to, to literally you're right. They lost me. Like they totally I mean, lost I, me. I really I really don't want to sound um like morbid or anything, yeah. but this is wrestling and accidents have happened. Um we had uh La Parker pass away like yeah. just a week or so ago do you know what i mean things do happen in the ring and it it when you see it's clearly shaken the people the other people in the ring working it as you said the the crowd uh, so looking in the chat room there were some people that were actually there and were like they they thought it might have been a work work. of course um but both you and i for a good like 10 15 minutes like we did I, not oh, think it was a work. I like you know. I just kept going. Look at Bobby's face. Look at Bo- like he's Bobby so just pale. looked so pale and so worried. He's normally someone who's so expressive. He's always like, "Come on, Kyle." <laughs> he's he's always like, "On." You watch him on the apron, and he's he's so entertaining. And he was just there, even when he was in the ring. He was just going through the motions for the first period, and then I really felt it was that that hot tag to Roddy, where it was like, "Right, come on, guys!" Like. I have what, to say, yeah. What's happened was shit, but we got to pick this up. Yeah, I, I, I think Roderick Strong deserves some fucking by, crazy By the end, this. this was a, a really good match, but I I like, I like, can't enjoy it. Sure. I can't, like, we still, we're recording this, and the information hasn't really come out about uh, Alexander Wolf's well-being. Yeah, I really hope he's okay. So, um, obviously, our, our thoughts are going to him, um, but I... It can't like I couldn't enjoy the rest of the match to be honest. I, I I will say when it happened and they continued and especially when there's slip ups and like you can see there's confusion. They're trying to work out what to do and certain moves. They're not some of them are not as comfortable with kind of winging it so to speak. No. It totally took me out of it. But the reason that I have to praise this is the fact that it they came back somehow and still managed to do it. Was it was so early in the match as well. Yeah. Like, this was Holy. okay. We got I. So hats off to, I know to this. John was watching with his stopwatch, but we don't do that. Yeah. But this felt about five minutes into it. This Probably, happened, yeah. and I think they went on for another twenty-five or just something crazy. like that. Hats so. off to these guys. Honestly, I don't know how you, you know. They, you always say, "Don't try this at home." You know, there's injuries that occur, and it's scary watching this kind of things happen. And it totally took me out of it. But they continued on. The show must go on, as they say. And th- uh, hopefully he's okay. It sounds like he was because of the way they they kind of said, you know, he's being he's being looked at right now in the back. They yeah. didn't say anything after the fact, being like, "Oh, he's hurt." Or so uh, someone in the in the chat room who was at the show, yeah, um, and ob- he he thought he saw Wolf watching from the entrance. Obviously, this is an arena. Okay. Might not have been him sure. or whatever, but he was like, "Oh, I, I thought I saw him." So he's hopefully okay. that's true, and hopefully he's okay. He's okay and just had his bell rung a yeah. bit and blacked out for a couple of seconds. Yeah. Uh, but either way, the the concussion protocol and stuff, I we probably won't see him for a, a few weeks. Good. Which yeah. Is good. Yeah. Let the guy rest. Get better, Wolf. Get better, Wolf. Um, so I, I still thought this was awesome. It's so cool in wrestling to be able to see two giant like teams kind of, and they they've turned Imperium to something at least over there. And I thought it was awesome. Uh, again, shout out to all the guys involved. I couldn't imagine what it is to to be like to have to do that. Uh, you know, it's entertainment. It, it's it's it show business. It reminded me of um, just watching the guys on the apron, uh, and I I feel like I spoke about this recently, and I can't remember why. 
But uh, when Jerry Lawler had his heart attack, yeah, and it was a, I believe it was Team Hell No against, was it Darren Young and Titus O'Neil or or something like that? Right. And you you watch Kane who is in a mask, and you see him on the apron, and you go, obviously you can't hear the audio, and you go, what's going on? Something's weird. But just watching him and his body language and his demeanor, go something something serious has happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary to see that. So, I mean, we we, we saw it with the Kyrie Sane where she was knocked down and stuff like that. It's it's terrifying I mean, to watch. Thankfully, Wolf wasn't then being slapped in the face and put being a put table. through tables and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, I hope... Yeah, I, I hate to see that kind of stuff in wrestling. It does happen, obviously. And um, But, again, uh, hats off to these guys. They, I yeah. still thought this was awesome. I thought this whole show was awesome. This I, show was fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I, I, you're right. I, in the beginning, I was like... We hadn't. There was really no build to this pay per view. They don't. They kind of booked it a long time ago, and then realized, "Fuck this! Is we're in this weird pickle that we booked yeah. this, and we can't get out of it now." So, uh, I thought maybe we won't do this again, but maybe we will because look well, how awesome it was, it was. It was interesting looking at the the branding of it. It was Worlds Collide twenty uh, twenty. Yeah. So it looks like they they're going to do more. I did find a. I'm going to try and find the Triple H tweet, but okay. Triple H put out a tweet. Uh, which made it essentially sound like this is the first of many kind of co-branded things. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm here cool it is. with it. Uh, tonight felt like an epic beginning. The matches, the rivalries, the opportunities. Tonight, WWE NXT and NXT UK launched a brand. NXT. Thank you all for continuing to be a part of it. Ooh. So it sounds like they're going to want to cross-promote a lot more. Yeah, definitely. And I guess for, from Triple H's point of view, his... He wants to do this, quote-unquote, global localization thing. Killing the indies, killing the killing, territories. He wants to kill the indies, kill right. the, well, create his own territories. Right. If down the line, think five years from now, uh, if this is a staple event, Royal Rumble weekend, you have the worlds collide, but it's then, you've got NXT UK, NXT Japan, NXT Australia, NXT Germany, NXT regular all collide this one night of the year. Yeah. That's really cool. It's, I agree. No, it sounds and awesome. I, I think this is just the first step. He's like, let's have this thing. I give this show two thumbs up. Like, I, I really enjoyed this show. Um, if you're kind of the people that, you know, maybe you listen to some of the stuff, definitely watch this show and, and uh, give us your thoughts because we want to know. But I, 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 I didn't have so much hype going into it, but watching it, I was like, oh, of course they got me. It's so good. Um, one more time, what was your match of the, the night? I think I'm going to go with the... I'm going to say... I'm between the four-way and DIY. um, You know what? I'm going to go with the four-way for me. Cool. Yeah, definitely. I I really enjoyed that match. And Devlin winning, never bet against the ace. But I'm going to say the tag team match, DIY Mustache Mountain. But again, I also kind of want to pick that main event because fuck yeah, Roderick Strong. Always say it. Camp Strong, baby. Look at that guy. Just That's his job. Your match is is changed, and there's shit that went wrong. I, fix it. I feel because of what happened in the match, this isn't a match I'm going to go back and watch. I feel like I feel the four way and the tag match yes. is one I I might throw on when someone's over and I go, oh, watch this match. Right. Yeah. Um, I put a poll up okay. on the post wrestling forum forum dot com. Uh, your thoughts on the the whole show out of ten, and this scored very highly an eight point four seven. Yeah. rating which for a show with zero build really definitely i think it's a really good score i would give this show a, an eight out of ten 
No problem. I would because I'm I'm grading based on like other takeovers. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a seven. Cool. I thought there were two pretty weak matches on the show sure. for me. Yeah. Um, but the matches that were good really delivered. They were fantastic. You had three really solid matches. I agree. Here. Yeah, you did. You really did. Um, do you want to read some what of feedback from what other people thought sure. of this show? Um, I'll start with Mystery. Hiya. Worlds Collide exceeded my expectations. DIY versus Mustache Mountain. Amazing. So was the Cruiserweight title match. Rhea Ripley and Rhea was incredibly weak. It wasn't bad from a moves perspective. Just not good either. If this is how Rhea's title matches are going to be, then we are going to have a problem. Rhea and Tony have zero chemistry. Walter rules. That is all. Also, Bray D and Dave V, how broken up are you about Io Shirai being injured and having to wear a knee brace? It's heartbreaking and I'm incredibly bummed she might be out. If tonight's women title match is where we can expect the standard going forward, the women's division might be in deep, deep trouble with Io not around to carry the division since she's the only woman who seems to put out amazing matches and elevate others. Uh, I am sad about Io Shirai, obviously, but, you know... uh, Maybe maybe this is also a blessing for her. Um, she comes back and we propel to even bigger things. We, I hope she's we okay. also don't know how serious it is. It's true. It could just be a tweak and she's wearing a leg brace to sure. like to just help that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know if it's tear or, or what at Definitely. this point. Um, but fingers crossed for a quick recovery. We go to Mechleth. First reaction to Worlds Collide. Great show. DIY Mustache Mountain was my match of the night and great to see Imperium pick up their win. Weakest match for me tonight was the Women's Championship. Sorry, NXT Championship. That's right. Uh, but still good outing. No one's going to be mad if I ever say, like, okay, and then we have the NXT Women's Match. Can I still say NXT Championship Women's Match? Or the NXT Championship between Blar and Right, Blah. okay. That's where I'm already predicting. I then we have these women fight. <laughs> but I also go, then these two dudes fight. I, yeah. I still do like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's all tough. I just don't want to make... I, I don't want to say wrong things when I actually mean well is my issue. Um, Andrew from Cape Breton. The matches tonight were excellent, especially... I wasn't expecting much from this show. My match of the night was the main event. Despite losing a guy in the middle of the match from a kick to the chin, both teams worked well together. Lots of quick tags and out. Great offense. The right guys won, especially since Walter has issues getting since being squashed at Survivor Series. That's what uh, Undisputed Era needed. They needed to get rid of Roddy and put in Drew McIntyre. Oh. Just, just one Claymore would have ended this thing. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, I know Walter did an interview saying he did not like that uh, experience. Okay. Yeah, I can imagine why. He says, I'm looking at Reddit and a lot of people are pointing out something about the whole Fish-Wolf issue. I saw first comparisons to Liv Morgan and Brie Bella, but it seemed here Fish knew something was wrong immediately and got Wolf's shoulder up for a kickout. Drake Younger got on Wolf right away, but after that, uh, shout out to Drake and Bobby Fish, 9 out of 10 show. Question remains, though, what's the point of the Cruiserweight title? It doesn't help the majority of the guys get over uh, I think it does. I think it's a good. Well, mid- I think title. now we're seeing it in UK. It's just a. This is your like your IC title. This is your North American title. This is the the secondary title that a load of guys are going for. This helps you as a performer, sports entertainer, wrestler. That one day when you leave WWE, if you leave WWE, you can charge a bit more somewhere else because you say you were a WWE something something champion. Sure, this helps. You say, you say to people, oh, I used to wrestle. What did you used to wrestle? I was a champion. Yeah. it's. I know it's, I call it a prop, but like it still means something to people. Oh, it's still it a, totally means something. Yeah. 
any anyone who's like any of these indie guys who sign and then become a champion for the first time, like Jordan Devlin tonight. F- f- now it says he was a former WWE something champion. Mm. That means something to yeah. them and to to us, the viewers. As I joke and say, it's just props. In a way, it still is, but it still means something. But also, hopefully, it means a lot more cross promotion. We can have Angel Garza go over to NXT UK to try mm. and get back his get title. Back. Yeah, um, there's lots of because he wasn't pinned in this, so he's got a rightful claim Agreed. to go after it. Although I don't know, like, aren't they this doing Wednesday. no rematches Book and all it. that? Book yeah. it this Wednesday. Um, yeah, you go for it. Uh, we have MJ from NJ. Hello, MJ. Hello, EO, 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 oh, oh, oh. I miss EO already. Fun show, some great matches, only hurt by the fact there were no stakes. I've been at a loss for who should win the Rumble, and now I'm full on Walter should win and face Brock. He's... He's got bump guys Brock can destroy for weeks on TV, and he presents a legit threat we can buy into. A stadium getting behind that entrance would make him feel like the monster he is, and it could cement a new star if he could go over. He's a Vince-type guy, which is why I'm so behind it. It's realistic. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you're going to see Walter Brock just yet. But it sounds like to me, will, will Walter be around in WWE? What's the deal? Like... I, is he happy there? Because that interviews he's been doing sounds like he's pissed off that they booked him like that. But um, I don't know. He's so special watching him in this main event. He is very something, very special. If I was uh, running a wrestling company by the name of WWE, he would be facing oh, someone yeah. like Brock at WrestleMania. Definitely. I, but that just doesn't really happen. It, it's too realistic and makes too much sense. And that's why we're never seeing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. We go to Scrump. Bang, bang. What is up, you guys? Quick thoughts on the card. I, uh, Ilja? I forget how to do Ilya. Ilya Dragunov is great, and I can't wait to see how much better he can get from here. Good call giving Devlin the title, as he's too good to just be lingering around NXT doing nothing. I agree. Tag match was bonkers, and I would love to see some more DIY versus Mustache Mountain down the line. I used the women's match to go put in some laundry. I love Tony, but this match made no sense as how she got the title match itself. If there were a chef kiss emoji, it would be used to describe the main event. I hope that Wolf is okay as he legit looked knocked out. Walter came off looking like a million bucks, and it's a travesty that... Of, since that travesty that was Survivor Series, I thought this was the perfect show to take place of a takeover. Nine Imperium posing at the top of the ramps out of ten. Yes. Why did Nigel mention Survivor Series? He was like, some of you may be familiar with Walter from his outstanding performance yeah. at Survivor Series. <laughs> like, what, when he got claymored in two minutes and yeah, was first out? You okay, when, every re- when all these like smart wrestling fans were mad? Yeah, we remember Nigel. Thank well, you. Nigel Fine. goes off on one sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we go to Chris from Pennsylvania. Don't have much to say that hasn't been said already. The Cruiserweight match, DIY Mustache Mountain, and the main event were all excellent. Three matches of that quality in two and a half hours is an easy 9 out of 10 for me. One thing I did want to add, though, is that I really enjoy Tom Phillips calling shows. I hope they find more regular work for him. I might try and check check out your watch-along stream tomorrow for the Rumble. It should be lit. Yes. Oh, let's plug. Yeah, we're using this uh, this app um, that uh, contacted us. They wanted us to like see if we could... You know, use this and find it any interesting. And we did. It's called Hot Mike. Uh, for the Royal Rumble, we're going to be watching it live in the BDE, the Brain Davies State. Mm. We're going to be hanging out watching the Royal Rumble, doing a little rumble gambling, I'm sure, maybe, quietly. Um, and we're going to be going live. We're going to be streaming live. If you ever wanted to watch wrestling with us as your, your friends, you can watch the Royal Rumble live with us as we watch the Royal Rumble. 
Yeah, I describe this app as Twitch for sports. And sports entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, it exactly is. So uh, it's everything is free. You don't need to do anything. So just download the app. Hot Mike app is the app. Yeah, uh, download the app. Click on the tab that says WWE and look for Royal Rumble at the BDE. Yeah, and you'll, you'll see find it. Us. Uh, all you got to do is you can hang out. It syncs with you, your audio and stuff so it knows where if there's like lag and stuff so you don't get like spoiled or you're like lagged. Or yeah, stuff. So, so we'll be in sync with you guys. So we're just trying it out. So if you are interested in hanging out with us... Um, do that and follow us. Yeah. Um, follow the Up Next Twitter for all the information and all that stuff at Up Next Podcast because it's free to just hang out. If you're going to be watching the Rumble anyways, definitely uh, click click join and hang out with us. Um, let's go to Daniel from uh, Brooklyn. Hello, Daniel. Daniel does the theme songs on our Patreon, all the te- the synthy 8-bit stuff for the movie reviews. That's Daniel. He says, sometimes, long time. Does that warrant? Uh, sometimes, 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 sometimes. <laughs> Fun show. Hope Wolf is okay. Y'all see that side Russian leg sweep in the main event? Yeah, man. <laughs> like I can't believe you didn't call it. Marcel Bartel here, a side Russian leg sweep, right. and I don't know how it how it didn't finish the match. Um, I still think the sushi Garoshi is the better movie. It's, it's a close number two. Yeah, this next one's long. Do you want to go for it? Do you want me to read this one? Sure. Hugh from Melbourne here. That was an overall okay show. The crowd wrecked Dra- Dragonov in the Ballard match, despite Ballard's heel efforts. I hope Ilja pops up on the NXT now and then to get him more over. The Cruiserweight match was mental. He says DIY Mustache Mountain was a fantastic match. He says, "Do you think Devlin will? Do you think Devlin will uh, defend at Takeover Portland?" I would love to see that, but I don't think so. I don't know if there's space. Yeah. Uh, DIY was awesome. I don't like tag team finishers being kicked out of, but it was still ahead of a match for all four guys. Given that backstage segment I, we got with Balor as well, maybe we'll see Bait and Balor on TV um, or at a UK takeover. Yeah, that's true. You could prolong that for a special match down the line. That would sell tickets. Tony and Rhea have had better matches before. Rhea working heel back then was the reason. Bel Air match at takeover will be interesting. The main event tonight was fantastic. If, even if it didn't get off to the start they wanted to, but props to Drake younger for being immediately on the wolf and getting him out of there. I think Drake was also helping call the match after the injury given he used to wrestle and it wouldn't surprise me. MVPs of the match were Roddy and Eichner and the height Eichner got after that last cross body was ridiculous. Overall, I think a big four pay-per-view weekend deserves a proper takeover, but this was a fun show. Maybe they could go back and forth with the UK hosting the next Worlds Collide. I think the thing is, because they want, they want to do this event and they want to do a takeover, the name takeover will get uh, doesn't have to piggyback necessarily. Yeah. This, I don't think you'd sell too well. Whereas people that are going to the Rumble anyway are like, yeah, I'll go to Worlds Collide. Sure. Do yeah, you know you're, I mean? right, you're right. You're right. You're so, right. You couldn't do Worlds Collide next month in Portland Fair. over this, gotcha. I don't think. Uh, we go to Jesse in Taipei. <laughs> it's Jesse from the 6th. AKA Jesse from the 6th. In Taipei. Watching on delay, I'm still on the main event, so I won't comment on that except to say I hope Wolf is okay. Injuries like that make me appreciate both how hard wrestlers nowadays strike as well as how precise they normally are. It's amazing injuries like this don't happen more often. I thought Balor vs. Dragunov was everything I wanted out of an opener, and the Cruiserweight 4-Way was great. Happy for Debflin, but why did he have the Italian flag on his ring jacket? He had the Irish flag on his trunks, but the one on his jacket was definitely Italian. What? Does he have Italian ancestry, or was this a fuck-up by the costume designer? I'm guessing it's maybe a slightly faded flag yeah. or something. They're yeah. very similar. Come on. Uh, DIY vs. Mustache Mountain was amazing. I got goosebumps when DIY came to the ring. 
It won't happen under Vince's reign, but DIY could 100% main event a mania, and Whoa. it would be epic. Yes. This match had expert use of comedy, hard-hitting action, and some great near falls. If I'm going to be a uh, pedant, which I am, all four men were in the ring too much. They got confused about who was the legal man, and the ref looks dumb. Just do a tornado match if that's the style you want to do, but hey, I'm nitpicking. Great match, very good show. Take care. P.S. I just saw the O'Reilly-Walter exchange. Those guys, those guys can main event a mania too. Cool. Kyle is so fucking good. Yeah, he is. Kyle O'Reilly is cool. Brian from New York can't guess the degree of difficulty it is for wrestlers to call an eight, entire eight-man match on the fly. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how... And someone was saying that, that Drake maybe was helping. That's awesome. Hopefully Wolf is all right, but with every negative is a room for a positive. The handicap stipulation made Walter look even more of a monster. Bartel and Eichner getting the big stake to work on is great as well. Also want to echo from above and say how great Tom Phillips was. He and Nigel work really well together as a two-man booth. Yeah, I agree. Awesome job, Tom Phillips. Uh, we go to Harry from Houston. As promised, I'm giving my feedback from my live experience. Awesome. I'm going to be totally honest, as I was kind of distracted for a lot of the show talking to the girl next to me. Ooh. Oh, we've all been there, Harry from Houston. But I tried to stay engaged with the matches regardless. You got to talk to... You, you got to. You got to do it. You yeah. got to do what you got to do, man. The pre-show match existed, and I remember nothing from it. I think Mia did a destroyer, but that's about oh, it. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. I didn't watch well, it. We, we didn't watch it. We didn't watch we it. We didn't watch it. We didn't um, watch it. I'm going to guess it wasn't a destroyer. It was probably a code blue. Yeah. But who cares? <laughs> uh, the opener was fine, but didn't hit an epic level or anything. I don't think it did much for Balor's opponent. Gonna be honest, I saw like maybe thirty percent of the four-way, so I'm not gonna comment on that. I hope you got a number, dude. You missed some awesome wrestling to talk to some someone. Yeah. Wait, you missed the four? Oh, you missed the four-way. It's because you were busy chatting. This girl has to be a smoke show. Like, no, you better have gotten a number, or it's a win a waste. Jeez. The tag match was pretty good. Not my match of the night, but just under the level I expected from the two teams. Women's match ended before I even realized it. Main event was incredible, with Walter slowly becoming the crowd favorite in the match. I couldn't see the table spot, but the chop sounded absolutely incredible. Well, when you turn chatting to the girl, yeah, oh, that was Walter chop. I think Harry from Houston, if we ever go to Houston, we need to hang out yeah, with oh, yeah. Houston. <laughs> there was a weird moment where you could clearly hear what sounded like a bump, but there definitely wasn't one. I don't know if that means the bump sound is fake, but it certainly felt like it. Uh, sometimes there's a little lag on the mic yeah. uh, in an arena, which yeah. which sounds different on TV. No, they would never add like a sound effect. No, I, I know the first time I went to a, like a WrestleMania, I was like, wow, this ring is so loud. And there's a, a kind of lag there. Yeah. yeah. I also want to note that I got to fist bump Matt Riddle hey. and Dakota called me a loser. So that was cool. Excellent. The guy sitting in front of us worked for WWE and introduced us to the German announce team, along with giving me some pretty juicy intel for the Rumble, which I'm going to choose against spoiling here. Oh. Yeah, we don't read ahead. Oh. Overall, I had a great time, but I'll probably want to rewatch some of the matches on the network. Hey, and maybe with a new boo. Yeah, maybe you can do DIY versus Mustache Mountain and chill. Oh! Right? Yeah. You could. You could. Or... You'd be like, hey, or maybe don't say this though. Hey, do you want to four way and chill? Yeah, four way and chill. <laughs> four way and chill. Have a little roll rumble. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. We go to our last piece of feedback from Neil from Northern Ireland. Sorry, our man Neil. Oh yeah. No, no our new 
NXT World Champion Whoa. on the Patreon. Hey, thank you so much, Neil, for becoming. Yes, we have the North American $5 a month tier for our Patreon. gets you all the shows. But if you are like Neil here and you want to go the extra mile, you can become the World Champion. And uh, 25 bucks gets you to all the extra shows. You get uh, to come on a show with us, pick something to review. We also will uh, send you something in the mail. A nice little present from the BDE here. Uh, and Neil is the, the latest to join, so thank you, Neil. But I'm going to continue with that. Neil from Northern Ireland. A vote for the main event is match of the night and high praise due to the referee Drake Young Drake Wirtz for handling the wolf injury so quickly and so well. That match was even better for the way of the remaining as it carried out. As usual, Kyle O'Reilly stood out to me. He does literally everything brilliantly. Good to see Walter get some shine back since Survivor Series. Side note, I tweeted to this you guys already, but I love the Rumble trivia game. Terrific work, Davey and Brayden. How are you coping with being branded as the hater by WH Park? Uh, how will I uh, respond to that? How am I coping with that? Um, spoilers, but WH Park doesn't win the Royal Rumble <laughs> game. So uh, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Yeah, I, I don't think Braden gives a fuck about what <laughs> WH thinks about him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. This this tonight was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, didn't go in with the same anticipation as we normally would for a takeover. Exactly. But, but... three out of five matches really, really delivered for Three me. out of five ain't bad. Three out of five ain't bad. Um, thank you to everyone who's been in the room today. It, it's... Maybe being the most active our, our chat room's ever been. Yeah, uh, um, again, youtube.com slash up next. Uh, after these takeovers, we go live. And after uh, NXT, every Wednesday, we go live on our YouTube, youtube.com slash up next. And, uh, but then we, because we, we're recording the podcast and you're listening to it here, wherever you get your fine podcasts, uh, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us, uh, say nice things about us. Um, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, all the apps, Spotify even, and of course, patreon.com slash up next because we have all the shows shout out all the patrons because it's crazy uh we did the we do was next we go back in time watch all the old nxt we're doing a bond movie this this week with daniel craig we're doing we have the rumble game we have so many things going on there so it's just awesome including the AEW versus nxt review show every thursday so if you like this show five bucks a month you get all the other shows so uh thanks to all our patrons honestly it's crazy there's so much content there, and it doesn't even stop there, because tomorrow is the Royal Rumble. John and Way will obviously be doing their post-show on the post-wrestling uh, feed. But if you want to join us for the Rumble itself, we are going live on this brand new app called Hot Mic. Yep. So just go on your uh, your like Google Play, your Apple Store, search for H-O-T-M-I-C, Hot Mic. Um, it's free, and you can find us. Click on the WWE tab. Royal Rumble at the BDE, and we'll be going live for the whole event. So yes. it should be a lot of fun. So uh, again, uh, I myself, Braden Harrington. I am on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Brady, and I am at Davy Portman. And up next podcast on Twitter as well at Up Next Podcast. So we will chat with you Wednesday night or whenever you decide to, to listen to other other shows. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Our worlds have collided. And uh, we'll talk to you very soon. So take care, goodbye, and DIY. Ahoy!
Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.